The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. It's Friday. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three at Pat Unleashed. Welcome to it. There's a lot of uh, fun stuff. Tell me it's fun stuff. We're going to talk about fun. Yeah, I mean, fun? we're going to try to because it is Friday. <laughs> we're heading into a weekend. It's Easter weekend. Mm-hmm. Happy Easter, by the way. Uh, good Friday today. Pretty maybe the most important day uh, in world history happened on this day. Some 2,000 years ago. Wait, I think Sunday is probably a little bit more important. Uh, well, I don't what know. Do the think? atonement was pretty important. Okay, but if he doesn't so, come back, yeah. then it's kind of pointless, right? Yeah. Okay. They're both important days. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Welcome to Bible Talk yeah. with Pat and Keith. <laughs> uh, so, um, then you got the kids, you know, the wonderful kids, the hmm. genius kids, the kids of peace, <laughs> the kids who are trying to change the world for the better and just bring up. A beautiful world uh, to us. These are smart kids. These are kids who have experience and knowledge far beyond their years. <laughs> this is the part of the show where I will turn my microphone off yeah, and that's allow probably, the host to continue. Probably best. Um, uh, they're really going after uh, Laura Ingram. Look, I, I'm not even a fan of Laura Ingram. I, I, in the limited experience I've ever had with her on a personal level, she's not that pleasant a person, in my humble opinion. Very difficult person to work with, be around. Uh, and, you know, I'm, I'm usually either on the air when she's on the air or uh, whatever, but I've never been a big fan. But but what what she is being subjected to for virtually nothing is truly astounding here. Hmm. This is un-American. This kid who purports to be non-political, he's just trying to bring change. We're just talking common sense here. That's all. We just want to protect children here. And he breaks that out uh, very conveniently. He's in and out of being a child. At, uh, at one point in any particular sentence he's he's uh he's gandalf the wise <laughs> and then he's when you press him on something i don't know i'm just a teen what, what do i know i'm 17 i'll leave that to somebody else but laura ingram said very little in the tweets that she put out about his college experience he was the one complaining about the fact that four colleges turned him down with a 4.1 or 4.2 average whatever she said, you know, you're whining about this, but it, it really makes sense under the current requirements for admission into a place like UCLA. Big deal. For that, she deserves a, a sponsor boycott? Yes, because David Hogg is so egomaniacal and nar- narcissistic that he can't stand anybody saying anything about him that isn't glowing and wonderful. And even though she's apologized, he doesn't accept her apology, by the way, uh, which is fascinating to me. Um, let's let's look at uh, Allison Camerata had him on again, and she was talking to Hogg about this situation. 
David, I am stunned that four colleges rejected you. What kind of dumbass colleges <laughs> oh don't want you? I mean, you've taken the country by this storm. Is how do you explain this? Did they reject you before the Parkland massacre? Or, or how do you explain this? They rejected me about, let me think, mm -hmm. about two weeks ago, most of them. It was uh, UCLA and UCSD. I, the way I explain it is we have a heavily impacted university system in, in America, and I think there's a lot of really good candidates that don't get into college, and I think it goes to show that regardless of whether or not you get into college, you can still change the world. The hardest part is just believing that you can and continuing that effort to change the world because you eventually will. Jeez, I mean, uh, they are glorifying this kid. Uh, Allison Camerata is, that's ridiculous. <laughs> that is who would reject you? You are you're the savior of the universe. It's just pathetic. <laughs> oh man. And there there was there was more. And I think it's important that we stand together as both corporate and civic America to take action. This is on uh, this is on the boycott now. He's talking about the the boycott of Laura Ingram and why he called for it and all that. People and show them that they cannot push us around, especially when we're all we're trying to do here is save lives. And when people try to distract like Laura's trying to do right now. If they were if all they were trying to do is save lives, they'd be fine with securing the school. And you know, nobody's going to call him on that. But if you're, if all you want to do is save lives, then why do you reject securing the schools all across America? Everything that's been suggested that would actually help, you're, you're completely opposed to. Arming teachers, for whatever reason, that's not the answer. Uh, metal detectors, for whatever reason, that's not the answer. Locking the doors of the school, not the answer. None of these things that's being proposed to make the schools a hardened target are not what he's interested in. All he'll think about and discuss and consider is gun control. From what the real issue here is, which is gun violence in America, oh. it's not only sad, it's just wrong. From a mm -hmm. journalistic standpoint, She's not I would say that she needs to be more objective and needs to stand down because... She needs to be objective. <laughs> wow. Uh, that's an amazing statement from this guy. One of his tweets was shut up and be objective. Kind of a play on her shut up and dribble uh, tweet from a while ago. From from Mr. My Way or the Highway, he's telling her she needs to be objective. <laughs> we're we're going to vote everyone who disagrees with us out of office. We're going to change this world. Uh, but she's the one that needs to be objective. I am not the issue here. The issue needs mm -hmm. to be gun violence in America. But what she's trying to mm -hmm. do is to distract from that. And I hate it. Listen, you know, she wow. you know, she's a talk show host. She's she's not objective. I mean, her point mm -hmm. isn't even to be objective. She has a particular position. She's a conservative. Um, but listen, after she after the advertisers started pulling out, she did issue an apology to you. I'll read it to everyone. Any student should be proud of a 4.2 GPA, including David Hogg. On reflection, in the spirit of Holy Week, I apologize for any upset or hurt my tweet caused him or any of the brave victims of Parkland. For the record, I believe my show was the first to feature David immediately after that horrific shooting and even noted how poised he was given the tragedy. As always, he's welcome to return to the show anytime for a productive discussion do you accept her apology no she's no. only apologizing oh. after mm. a third of her advertisers pulled out I, I mean this is it's despicable the woman apologized for virtually nothing she didn't do anything wrong and and she apologized anyway do you accept her apology no wow 
The only thing he wants her, her to do, the only thing he'll accept now is for her to apologize for the network's coverage <laughs> I, and, and to change her position. Okay. Wow. Uh, Hog tweeted out, I 100% agree an apology in an effort just to save your advertisers is not enough. I will only accept your apology only if you denounce the way your network has treated my friends and I in this fight. I thought it wasn't about you. Wait a minute. I thought you just said it wasn't about you. It's time to love thy neighbor, not mudsling at children. <laughs> okay. All of a sudden, he's a child again. And he can throw all the money he wants at Laura Ingram, at Dana Lash, at the NRA, at everybody who disagrees with him. This thing has gotten his spiraled so out of control. And nobody on the other side of the aisle will try to reel them back. A tweet he set out about three weeks ago. And pinned to the top of his Twitter profile, so he wants everybody to see it, was this. David Hogg wrote, can we please not debate this as Democrats and Republicans, but discuss this as Americans? In the comments, if you see someone disagree with, uh, with you, do not attack each other. Talk to one another. This applies to me, too. We must work together to save our future. <laughs> Where did that go? I tell you, I, it's, it's, uh, this is tough. It's really hard. <laughs> it is really, really hard. Here, here are the companies, just to let you know, that have boycotted Laura Ingram, again, for nothing. I mean, virtually nothing. She didn't do anything wrong. TripAdvisor, Wayfair, Nutrish, which I believe was the first, Rachel Ray's pet food brand, which I understand is full of filler anyway, so <laughs> you don't want your pets subjected to that. Right. Expedia, Nestle Food Company, Hulu, and uh, Joseph A. Bank also distanced themselves, telling the Daily Beast that although the show ran two advertisements for them on Wednesday, the company doesn't pay for its advertisements on the show. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. I, I would think I don't need anything from Joseph A. Bank ever or or TripAdvisor or Wayfair or Nutrish or Expedia, Nestle or Hulu, frankly. Wait. Hulu's a tough one. Yeah, that's a, boy, that's a, <laughs> that's a hard one. I'm going to get back to you on that one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is madness. Man. Oh, it's it's un-American. This whole thing is un-American. Now they're, you know, they can say whatever they want. Again, they can sling whatever mud they want. They can hide behind being children whenever they please. Whenever it's convenient for them, they're all of a sudden just children and you're slinging mud at children. How dare you? Plus, we're victims and children. We're children and victims. We're victimized children. And then he's an expert on everything. I'm sorry. You you can't have it both ways. You can't do this. Just to show you what a sick, sick society we live in. The mass murderer of the Parkland shooting is getting all kinds of fan mail now and photos from scantily clad babes. For whatever reason, people are offering him money. Uh, he's become a star. And they're sending him all this stuff in, uh, in prison. Piles of letters, according to the public defender, who's part of uh, his legal team. 
He says, in my 40 years as public defender, I've never seen this many letters to a defendant. Everyone now and then gets a few, but nothing like this. We read a few religious ones to him that extended wishes for his soul and to come to God, but we have not and will not read him the fan letters or share the photos of scantily clad teenage girls. Jeez, is that despicable? What a sick society we've become. 888-933-93. Part of the problem is what's being taught in our schools. Our kids are just being indoctrinated. And it's, it's really tough to get them out of that. But if you're fed up with it, if you don't want the never-ending agenda being pushed in our school, in our classrooms, all across America, there is a great alternative. It's called Freedom Project Academy, which takes a classical approach to learning. It's an interactive education. They're live classes over the internet. So they're live teachers and students all across the country to interact with. They don't accept even a penny of government funding. So they can stay committed to teaching your, your kids how to think, not what to think. And then they don't wind up like what we see on TV every day. Now, you can enroll your kids full-time or just start with a single class, completely up to you and your budget. Go to freedomforschool.com. They'll send you a free information packet that tells you all the details. Freedom Project Academy. The enrollment ends in July, but the classes fill up really fast, long before that. So go today to freedomforschool.com. That's freedomforschool.com. Pat Gray Unleashed returns after this on the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. 888-900-3393. I just, uh, I, I don't know. I don't know how long this is going to last. What's that? With these Parkland kids. Oh, till how long do we time. have to, I, I mean, will it die out? It's got to eventually, <laughs> right? I mean, CNN has them on, I think literally, Every day, and maybe even several times a day. Allison Camerata has had Hog on how many times this week? I mean, she she is in love with this kid. Yeah, I know. Somebody was tweeting out. She just loves him, man. Yeah, someone tweeted out at Pat Unleash that um, she is um, fawning over him so much it's almost becoming a, a Me Too moment. Yeah, it's almost creepy. <laughs> Jeez. Huckleberry John, nice job with that. <laughs> I mean, what you know, Allison? Why don't you pay for his college education? Hey, he's so wonderful. There we go. Um, I'm sure you make enough money. Well, send this little hero to school mm. on your dime. <laughs> oh man, uh, CNN just and and then you, you but and you can't say anything about that. They go completely unchallenged on CNN day after day, interview after interview. And they even admit they're not challenging them because you can't for whatever reason. Because they, you got to let them emote. I guess you have to hear their frustration. Well, hey, go back to that uh, little dining room discussion with David Hogg and listen to him emote. 
Listen to him emote about 400 F words in a five-minute conversation. Listen to him call the NRA murderers, child murderers. Dana Lash doesn't care about children. She doesn't care if children die. But all of that is supposed to go completely uh, left alone. All of that is supposed to be just fine. Leave them alone. Let them emote. Let them talk. They've been through something. So, okay. Uh, and that's that's so far the working theory from everybody in the media. It's it's really disgusting. Yeah, and I th- it's starting to become dangerous because it, this is becoming a, a tidal wave against the Second Amendment. Oh, they'll tell you. Oh, I love the Second Amendment. But this isn't about the Second Amendment. But... <laughs> There, nobody's trying to change or, or revoke or repeal the Second Amendment, but we just need common sense reform, that's all. Mm-hmm. We just need common sense reform. Yeah. Did you disagree with any of that? Because <laughs> if you do, then... <laughs> then you're a hater. You're you want children to die. Lambasted. You're owned by the NRA. Sure. And you want you like the, the blood splattered on your face. Right. Victims, right? Uh-huh. Sure. Mm-hmm. And that's what you're, that's what you're accused of. Mm-hmm. So they can say anything they want. The most incendiary things available in the English language, they can spew them all, but not us. We can't even respond to what they're saying. What a weird and horrible situation that is. And then if you do say anything about it, you're a right-wing kook. You're, you're hateful. You're attacking these wonderful children who've just been through a tragedy. Yeah, they're the experts. Yeah. these <clears throat> You haven't been through that. Uh, well... No, I haven't been through an airline tragedy either, but I comment on airline safety all the time. Maybe you should stop doing that. I guess so. Clearly there's an error. (laughs) How many of the mainstream media have been through uh, somebody shooting a gun at them? None of them. None of them, but they're okay to comment on taking the guns. It's, It's a dangerous situation we're in right now. And then they'll make it out like, oh, and you're afraid that they're going to change the Second Amendment? Yeah, because you're helping them. You're helping them. These kids who can't even vote, you're helping them do this. You're glorifying them and putting them on a pedestal like nothing they say can possibly be wrong. Everything they, they emote is brilliant and right and good and true. And everybody who says anything other than what they believe is evil. Wow. I mean, that's but that that's the situation the left sets up for themselves in every on every issue from global warming to uh abortion to the gun debate. 888-933-93. Uh Matt in Minnesota, you're on the blaze. Hi hi guys, this hey. is your uh gay yep. millennial listener. Mm-hmm. Um your uh screen callers like know me. They were like, "Oh, hey, welcome back." I have you guys on my speed dial. Pat, I can't. I'm so I'm so wound up over these little jabroni liberals. They're oh man, they're doing a I I am not them. I am that they well oh, oh they give liberals a bad name. I can I can't, Pat, I can't. They just oh, they have to stop talking. They have to stop talking. As I said back in the fall when I first started calling, I am a rape victim. So that means I should be able to start I should become a psychologist. Right. And because I'll have a Ph.D. in psychology just because I was raped. 
or or we're talking about the college thing. I went to a private school. My buddy, he got straight A's. This was in 2008. We're in one of the most competitive times in like college history. He applied to 15 schools. 15. He got into one. Uh, the University of Madison, Wisconsin. He's now a doctor in Charlotte, but he only got into one out of 15. Now, was yeah. anybody discriminating against him? No, I don't no. think so. No. Or, or, hey, I'm a recovering porn addict and an alcoholic. I should start a clinic, Pat, because <laughs> I know how to do that. I went to radio school. I know better than you and Glenn and all the top 40 people. Now, do I have my own radio show? No. Do I post anything to YouTube? No, I don't. Hey, I thought we should, you know, have more gun reform, especially after the shooting. And then I was informed by you guys that the laws were already in place. If they were enforced, this guy wouldn't have been able to get a gun. And if the police did their job, we would have stopped the shooting. So I was wrong on that. I admit that. But in my little liberal world, in little David Hogg's liberal world, uh, we should take away all guns. Yeah. Guns. Uh, when I was a teenager, David Hogg's age, I tried to kill myself with a gun. I should become a I don't I'm not you know, I don't say that a lot. But in this situation, I should become a politician and be able to repeal the Second Amendment because I'm special. I, I can't I can't do it, Pat. I'm going to become a libertarian <laughs> out of spite because these uh, they eat Tide Pods. I know. I know. <laughs> Thanks, Matt. Uh, well put. Uh, we're going to make a conservative out of you yet. Wait, it's starting to happen already. You wouldn't settle on libertarian? Yeah, libertarian's fine, too. As long as you're on the conservative side of libertarianism. Okay. 888 uh, John in New York, you're on the blaze. Hi. Hi, Pat. How you doing? Good. Okay, I'm a retired uh, court officer, uh, originally from Brooklyn, New York. Mm-hmm. and uh, served for 30 years, and I have some thoughts on these kids. Um, we, we're raising a class of victims. I went to high school in Brooklyn in the late 60s, early 70s, and we had uh, over a dozen kids bring guns to school a couple of times a week. It was called a rifle club. Mm-hmm. We never had any adverse uh, experiences, and I think part of the discussion of uh, hardening the target on schools might be to take some of these kids and empower them and stop them from being victims. We should bring back the rifle clubs, and it should be considered a part of an active shooter scenario where these kids defend themselves. Yeah, can you imagine, I mean, just that proposal on a mainstream media source would evoke all the fires of hell coming down on you. It you makes know, perfect sense because you're right. I mean, those Things used to exist. We didn't have these shootings all the time. No, we didn't. We didn't. Something's changed in society, and it's it's not yeah, the guns. Right. But, um, you know, this constant victimhood and, and turning it on and off when it suits your purpose is disgusting and distressing. Mm-hmm. But I'd like to think we have, you know, we have a lot of young people who go into the military at ages 17, 18, and 19, and... If we're going to trust them to do that, we have to we have to trust them uh, with the responsible firearms ownership. I, I mean, more, more people die at the hands of a teenager with a steering wheel in their hand than By they far. do with guns. Yeah, it's not even close. It's not even close. Not even close. And like I say, it's it's a common sense proposal to you and me, but it won't be aired. No, that's right. Thanks, John. Appreciate it. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. 
and, and it's interesting how they dis, how they you know the David Hoggs of this movement talk about their generation being you know the ones that know things. They're the compassionate ones. They're they're the good ones. They're the ones that understand right and wrong, good and evil. Um, they're the same ones who committed the shooting too, mm. which is interesting to know. Uh, that's the same generation. This kid was 19, 18 or 19. And now he's got all these teenage girls throwing themselves at him in prison by sending him uh, scantily clad pictures of themselves. That's in your generation too. Huh. Huh. Weird. 888-900-3393. Gray, the Blaze Radio Network. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three or at Pat Unleashed. We actually planned a clips of Palooza show, best of audio clips today. Uh, I just I've just been destroyed by this David Hogg thing. I don't know if I could even finish the show now. It is this is so disheartening. Uh, the way this. <clears throat> is being treated in the mainstream media uh, the way that if you oppose these kids, unless you agree with every word that comes out of their mouths, you're a hateful person, you're attacking children, on and on and on it goes. <laughs> it's so maddening. Allison Camerata used to be, I mean, on Fox, it seemed like she's pretty conservative. Man, has she been co-opted by CNN? Wow. And she's in love, I think, right now, or at least a serious crush on David Hogg. That's just, I mean, her interview with him yesterday was bizarre. Yeah. I, I, you know, you, you can't even imagine a college turning down this kid. First of all, no college is turning him down because of his gun control stuff. Yeah. What college is conservative that would worry about that? They might not want this arrogant kid in their school, but I don't think arrogance is a disqualifier for entrance into college. So I don't know. It must be his grade point average, or it must be his SATs, or his ACTs. There must be something going on, but she is dumbfounded by it. <laughs> Listen to the first part of this interview again when she's talking about his uh, the colleges that have turned him down. David, I am stunned that four colleges rejected you. What kind of dumbass colleges don't want you? I mean, you're taking the country you. by storm. How do you explain this? Did they reject you before the Parkland massacre? Or, All right, or how that, do you explain That's enough. Oh, man. Uh, 888-900-3393. In Houston, I guess there's a new sculpture that looks too much like one in Chicago. So the cities are kind of going back and forth on who copied whom. (laughs) 
And uh, the same artist, actually, they're both stupid-looking sculptures. <laughs> yeah, most artists. The one in Chicago looks like a giant bean, and it's called the it's called the Cloud Column. Okay, so there they are. The one on the right is Chicago's, right? Mm-hmm. The one on the left is is in Houston. Yeah, they're both gigantic, and they were both done by Anish Kapoor. Uh, one is called the Cloud Column. The other is called the Cloud Gate. Uh, but most people refer to it as the bean. <laughs> I, I mean, what is it? What is that? What does that say? What is that? What is the statement there of of artistic enjoyment? What kind of? What do you get out of that? Yeah, um, I think that that is uh, one of the communist goals uh, for America. Yeah, we read those a few mm-hmm. weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, the forty five goals. One of them is to make art meaningless. Mm-hmm. Well, judging by the photos there here we are (laughs) uh stupid yeah you you accomplish that so uh chicago tribune columnist kim jansen fired the first shot of the battle of the beans with a piece called unoriginal fourth place houston gets its own bean sculpture whatever (laughs) (laughs) oh no come on really the Uh cities are fighting over their beans they uh he called it kind of lackluster uh, Houston's bean being upright and Chicago's being chill, horizontal. <laughs> then he said, if being surrounded by a cultureless abyss insufficiently communicates to confused tourists that they are in Houston, the bean's verticality will therefore act as an additional reminder of their poor life choices. Oh, Jeez. Really, Chicago? The problem with Chicago is Houston's about to pass them up for third largest city in the country. They're gaining in population. Houston's hem- uh, Chicago's hemorrhaging population. Uh, I wonder what's causing that. Plus, culture. Yeah, uh, could it be the gun violence uh, in the city with the stringent, with the most stringent gun restrictions in the country? Yep. Also, um, lackluster, unoriginal fourth place, Houston. About to be third place, by the way. Um, and to be called culturally... What was his word? Uh, cult- oh, cultureless abyss. <laughs> Houston's got all kinds of culture. They've got the third largest uh, theater district in the country, after L.A. and New York. Um, they've got all kinds of ballet, uh, opera, um Sports, of course, which is more my kind of culture. Yeah. Um, but it's... Home, home of the World Series champions. Right. Houston Astros. Whose uh, jersey rep- I'm wearing today. Re- representing there, I see. Uh, it, it is... When you go to Houston, because it's gotten this reputation from people in Dallas and apparently Chicago as well, <laughs> that it is some kind of wasteland. Well, and Keith, Keith Melanac propagates that theory too. What's that? But it's an awesome place. It's a great city. Yeah, I wouldn't. It's got a lot going for it. It's got 14,000 restaurants, some of them <laughs> among the best in the world. Yeah. It's an awesome city. Yeah, don't drag me into this. No, I'm not going to. Okay. Anyway, the Houston Chronicle's Lisa Gray <laughs> uh, fired back. Is Chicago feeling defensive? <laughs> How bad is it there knowing that Houston is set to pass you in population, taking your spot as third largest city in the U.S.? Are you feeling, well, to steal someone's joke from Twitter like a has-been 
<laughs> see a has been. I see, I see what you did there. Yeah, use the bean. <laughs> has been. <laughs> it's a leftover bean, a second rate bean oh. that's been lying around in storage for the better part of twenty years. No, you didn't. <laughs> because nobody else wanted it, the Chicago writer wrote back. Nobody except Houston wants to wants a leftover second rate bean. Stupid. <laughs> Both beans yeah. are butt ugly. Can we just yep yeah we we'll just settle ground. it that way Common okay ground. Uh, both beans should be removed from their places and uh, used as scrap metal. Ian in New York, you're on the blaze. Hi. Hey guys. Hey. How you doing, guys? Mm. I, I just want to bring up a point with the last caller on the college campus. That works great to have kids be able to defend themselves, but you got to remember kindergarten to fifth grade, sixth grade to ninth grade. Those, I was thinking, and I proposed it on a few shows, I think what the future should be is if you're going to be a teacher and you claim to be so smart and, and want to help the kids, you should learn. It should be a requirement that you have to learn how to use a gun, mm-hmm. and you're going to be asked to carry a gun. And, and, and it's very simple. You point them, you pull the trigger. So all these teachers that say we're not to protect these kids, you, when, the, when the deputy hangs outside, you're the first line of defense the teachers be, to become. And we could get rid of a lot of progressives and, and their, their, their brainwashing mentality towards guns, what they do to these kids. You'll weed out progressives right away when they're told it's going to be required that you carry a gun if you're going to be a teacher. That's and for that, sure. that, that should be the future. Wow, that's... that's- that's a great side benefit of teachers being armed. Thanks, Ian. Because many progressive uh, anti-gun nuts would be like, oh, "I'm not, I'm not touching a gun." So yeah, if it was mandatory, <laughs> yeah, it's a good way to get conservatives back in the school system. Uh, Harv in Illinois, you're on the blaze. Hey, how are you guys? Good. I wanted to make a point. You know, the, both the media, the instant. Well, I mean, you could call media an institution. The schools are clearly institutions, and they're just they're just radical activists. It's a radical activist factory. Uh, essentially, when this kid's voice is is suppressed from the next voice that they prop up to in front of a camera to illustrate the same point, will he throw a tantrum? To, mm-hmm. to maintain his fa- his face in the spotlight, or will or will the next voice just overwhelm his? They'll protect him. They'll give him an avenue because he supports their purpose. But it, it, there's no uh, there's no doubt that his his lifespan, I should say, I shouldn't say his, his public lifespan on the camera is go- it's just a limited, fleeting thing. It's not it's not going to endure. Yeah, and I think he's going to be really upset when that happens, too. When his fame fades away, when nobody's calling him for an interview anymore. Uh, I think that's going to really disturb him because he clearly thrives in this atmosphere. He loves it. That's what you see on all these campuses it. as it is. I mean, it's all a scream for attention. So, I mean, yeah, yep. basic psychology. Thanks, Harv. Appreciate it. 888-900-3393. Uh, apparently... There's another interesting phenomenon going on, and that's that uh, men are crying on TV as never before. Whoa, we don't know anybody that does that. <laughs> <clears throat> Actually, as Glenn has cried less on TV, mm-hmm. other people are picking up the slack, apparently. <laughs> yeah. uh, if you ever watch the Netflix reboot of Queer Eye, apparently. Oh, which, yeah. I'm, which you kidding I, me? Have you ever missed an episode? I, no way. Never. No. Ever. Um. They've just been renewed for a second season. Uh, It's a makeover show with bubbly experts instructing 
schleppy men on the wonders of slim cut jeans, five minute grooming re- routines, IKEA, and avocados. I mean, okay. they could have just followed me around Obviously. all day. It sounds like my routine. Yeah, doesn't it though? <clears throat> but it's also a show about men who are stuck and held in place by fear, insecurity, past trauma, or rigid norms of what it means to be a man. And oftentimes, apparently, they break down and weep. There I am. Uh, Said it again. After they've been redone. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah. So, uh, Queer Eye is taking some shots at toxic masculinity. Good. Which we, we need that. About time. Right? Uh, we all know that masculinity is toxic. Yep. It's killing our society. Mm-hmm. Um, so, they're crying a lot on that. I, I, I've been watching... Um, this is us for a while, you know, huge NBC show. Wow, you're gonna have to turn in your man card after admitting really? that. Really? <laughs> uh, yeah. Is that not a manly show? I mean, I know there's a lot of emotions, a lot of feelings on it, yeah. but it's a powerful show. Yeah. And men cry on that on a regular basis. Just stop. I'm, I'm, men I'm cry. sensing some toxic masculinity from Brad right now. <sighs> Thank you, Keith. Man, and you I noticed that too. And I can't wait until later. Y'all want to stick around? Because uh-huh. we're going to learn about how toxic masculinity, I'm serious, uh-huh. is causing this to be a dreadful allergy season. Wow, okay. Mm-hmm. That's in it's the about stack. time. It's yeah, about time. We got we to put the blame where it belongs, and that's with <laughs> dudes. All right. Uh, it's always, Je- that's always the answer, though. Jennifer in Texas, you're on the blaze. Hi. Hey. Hey, hey. Pat. It's Hi. Jennifer, the recovering Houstonian. Oh, welcome. Hey, so just I wanted to just kind of piggyback on what you were saying mm-hmm. as a person who was born and raised in Dallas, but moved at 23 and lived 20 years in Houston. I believe I'm the authority to say you're absolutely correct. Houston is better. Thank you. Thank you. What? I, and do you get all kinds of flack from Dallasites about that? Because uh, I do in this building, everybody here, you know, being, Dallas centric and never even traveling south to Houston, they all believe that Dallas is the superior city. And I'm telling them all it the is. time, it's not even close. It's not even close. <laughs> most diverse, yep. fourth largest oh. city, yep. uh, third most in theaters. Yep. Uh, I think actually we have more restaurants than New York and Houston. I miss it so bad. I do but too. I had to come up here to take care of my parents. But, oh, you know, man. and I also think that the Texans, uh, I love the Texans. I, they may not win, but I love them. Go Astros, kicking butt up here. Yay! <laughs> Thanks, Jennifer. Yeah, and they just beat the, the uh, Rangers 4-1 to one yesterday on opening day. Jennifer, uh, we're broadcasting from the most diverse zip code in America. Oh, yeah, Irving, please. <laughs> Which Irving. counts as Dallas as opposed to Houston. <clears throat> Don't forget the National Museum of Funeral History, too, in Houston. Huge, huge attraction. Oh, so are you are you uh, defending Houston now with your little no, uh, funeral I just think museum any, talk? Any city that can actually have a national museum <laughs> of funeral history. Is that a real thing? That's a real thing. I, I'd i have to admit I never visited that one in the eight years I lived there. See, I'm going to put that mark it's on real the thing. Dallas uh. side of the ledger, but thank you. Okay. <laughs> That's up to you. <laughs> well, we do have more. I, I think there's more, certainly more theater district. There's more museums. There's a better medical center. Hmm. The skyline, mm-hmm. I mean, it's not even close, Houston skyline compared to Dallas. Houston crushes Dallas's skyline. Hmm. It was supposed to be, and here's what happened. Okay. The, the TV show Dallas mm-hmm. gave Dallas this superiority complex where they thought, yeah, we're better than Houston. <laughs> Houston's an armpit. 
<clears throat> but it was almost titled Houston. And at the last minute, they switched venues for some reason. The humidity. Mm-hmm. It might, that, might, that might be it, too. It might be it. Dallas has its moments with hu- yeah, humidity Yeah, but not as, well. as many as Houston. Uh, let me tell you about a product that's going to allow you to safely practice shooting your gun. Now, for the left, they'll be all up in arms in this. What, you're going to shoot your gun at your house? Yeah, without ammo. So you don't have that cost involved. You don't have to pay range fees. And, by the way, there's no bullet uh, to go through your walls. Um, you use your cell phone and iTarget Pro's app, which uses a laser in place of the bullet, and it detects exactly where your shots are landing. Go to the letter I, then TargetPro.com. Watch the video, and I think you're going to be really amazed. It's awesome. Right now, save 10% with the offer code PAT when you purchase the iTarget Pro system. Competitive shooters do this all the time. They dry fire 10 times more than they live fire. It's cheaper, it's more convenient, and it just works out better. Uh, Save money, save time, take your skill to the next level. Safely and effectively in the comfort and privacy of your own home. It's the letter I, then TargetPro.com, offer code PAT itargetpro.com as we're joined by Brad Staggs. Yes, and as a matter of fact, uh, I did want to mention the National Museum of Earwax history as well. Uh, You'll just have to look that one up. I won't tell you where that is. Mm -hmm. I've been getting some questions about how uh, people can, in fact, uh, get in on the contest uh, from uh, Mm waxrx.com. You do not have to buy anything. You don't have to buy the WaxRx system, but would say it's probably the easiest and best way to get that wax out of your ears. Then you take a video of said wax removal coming out of your ears. Doesn't that sound like fun? Uh, yes. I'm telling you, millions of views on YouTube. You put your video on uh, on <laughs> any of their social media platforms. Uh, they recommend YouTube. You can put it on Instagram. Yeah. The internet is forever, by it the way. It really just is. want to point yes. that out. <clears throat> and let me just tell you, you got some stiff competition already. Some things that are coming out of people's ears are... They certainly, they are museum worthy, and that's all I'm going to say. If only there was a cowbell, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, If you, uh, all you have to do is actually uh, just go to Google and Google Wax RX video challenge, and it'll take you right to the page. Uh, Today's the last day to get them in. They're going to review all the video submissions starting on April 15th. That's going to be fun, right? (laughs) Can you imagine (laughs) being on that committee? Honey, what are you doing? You've been working late nights. Oh, yeah, I'm watching all these earwax oh, videos. Yeah, it's it's horrible. <laughs> yeah, we watch them over lunch, and then they're going to announce the winners on April 30th, and you can win the Amazon Alexa. Uh, uh, is it the Echo? I thought you said Echo. Yeah, or the is Echo. It the dot? Well, they're giving away some of the dots too, and okay. then the earbuds as well. So uh, again, it's all uh, use waxrx.com, and remember to get that system. Although you don't have to, but if you want clean ears, use waxrx.com promo code radio. Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray is here. On the Blaze Radio Network. As if all this gun nonsense isn't enough, we're also going to be thrust back into a discussion about uh, evil police officers uh, shooting black people for fun. I guess. I guess that's the theory. There's been another shooting. uh, Officer police 
shot and killed uh, Stefan Clark in Sacramento. Now, they thought he was breaking into cars. Mm-hmm. And he apparently had a cell phone in his hand. They couldn't tell what it was in his hand. I think they, they told him to stop and he kept walking toward walking them. Walking toward them, yeah. I don't know why. Why would you do that? Why? When it's a good safety tip to when a, when a police officer, whether you like him or not, when they tell you to stop, stop. And then these kinds of things probably won't happen. But Al Sharpton is there and he attended the funeral. Here's a look at that. Time for us to go down and stop this madness. Um, Some reporters said to me mm-hmm. about how this brother and others stop cars. They stopped this young man's life. They were not violent. <laughs> they didn't shoot at anybody now? 20 times. They didn't take anybody down. We saw the video. Do the right thing. We will never let you forget the name of Stefan Clark until we get you. Okay, so every shooting is, in, to him, virtually every shooting is because of racism. Mm-hmm. Yep. Were, the, were the cops white? Do we yes. know? Yes, they were. Yeah, okay. Uh, who, is that, is, is that Stefan Clark's brother? Yes. Right next to Sharpton? Sure was. What is he doing there? Everybody is, grieves in their that? own way, Pat. <laughs> okay. Some people put sunglasses All on right. and stare at the crowd and, and point, point at their, at their face, face and then the, tongue the crowd. Out. And Yeah. I mean, uh, the tongue out thing. What, what was is really, happening? Really strange. He must have been high. But I'm kind of bummed that uh, Sharpton, you know, maybe this wasn't the place, but he didn't talk about Michael Ziha Bilaba. Michael Ziha Bilaba. Michael Ziha Beetlebob. Michael Ziha Beelzebub. <laughs> Michael Ziha Beetlejuice. Say his name three times and he appears. Oh. But the cops would shoot him dead. Oh, even no. though he's unarmed. Will well, not let you forget the name of Michael Ziha Beetlejuice. Well, you forgot it, sir. I did for for a split second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. Just I, saying. Was I going to go Beetle Bomb? Beelzebub? No, yeah. Beetlejuice. But Beetle Bomb, you, yeah. that, that's the first time you mix that one in, right? Because I it? like that. I don't know. I like that one. Yeah. Beetle, Beetle. Bomb is from uh, Beetle Bailey, right? What is that from? I don't know, but I know I just my like dad it. used to call me Beetle Bomb once really? in a while. Yeah. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, isn't that nice? Mm-hmm, I like that. Yeah. Yeah, all, all kinds of weird expressions. Oh, me too. Don't all dads? Uh, probably. <laughs> probably. Like, I cannot remember the name of the remote control. Like, what I just said. Mm-hmm. I cannot remember the words remote control. So when whatever it is I need to happen with the TV, mm-hmm. I'll just say, uh, where's the volumer? Uh, where's the channeler thing? Channel. Oh my gosh! So I'm, your uh, kids will have that to make fun of. Oh boy, they've got plenty, plenty my, of fodder. My dad used to say, "If that don't take the rag off in the bush," I've never heard another person on earth say it, uh, but he did all the time. <laughs> if what? that don't take the rag off in the bush, I never really understood what he meant by that. I think it meant that's surprising. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so, yeah, it's fun to do dad speak. Every I'm looking that one up. Look it up. Maybe. Uh, 888-900-3393. Um, 
sad that that Sharpton didn't explain a little bit better uh, all of this. But resist, you know, we much, we must, and and we, we will much, will much about about that. that be committed. Be committed. Be committed. So uh, you got that going for you, mm. right there. Resist, we much, and we will much about that. Be committed. That's a guy who was committed to finish a sentence. He had no idea where it was going. <laughs> By the way, take the rag off the bush. It's like yeah. a prayer answered. Oh, really? Yeah, it's uh, just a triumphant success. Irish, is it? In nature? Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Pat Gray Ooh. Unleashed coming up. United States origin. Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network. Is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and a Pat Unleashed as well. Hashtag, put that in your pipe. Uh, from Piltdown Posse, shouldn't they be? I oh, love that. <laughs> we have the best listeners on the face of this planet. They're just the greatest people who live on this earth. Uh, shouldn't they be called? Intelligence-challenged, publicly-funded colleges? <clears throat> yes, mm-hmm. they should. Uh, I guess that's uh, in reference to some of the colleges that David Hogg didn't get into. Well, and, yeah, because... I mean, these dumbass colleges, as uh, Allison Camerata put it. Have you ever heard any news anchor use that never. phrase to describe anything as a question? No. I, mean, I, I You, I mean, how did they not... How do they turn down you? She's stalking him. You're so handsome. You're so smart. You're so wonderful. She's got a thing for him. You're so groovy. Totes. Uh, From Randy Borders. Why are we not putting together a gathering or march for what we believe in? That's the problem every time on the right, isn't it? We never do that. Well, we did that in, what, 2010. Mm -hmm. What did we call that? Um, The... Restoring, restoring love, honor, love, courage, hope, and stuff, and so on. Thing. Um, Wednesday, April eleventh, uh, the pro life kids, pro life uh, kids are, are gonna planning do it. on walking out, and let's see if they don't get detention and whatnot. Uh, Randy continues. We talk about these turds, but they're controlling the momentum of the narrative. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, it's always true on the left. That's what the left always does. Because here's the problem: we have jobs. <laughs> and so and apparently they don't have school anymore. Right. Um, no, I, I think what is happening is this is how the left mm. and how media organizations have felt about the Second Amendment and other things for so long. But they just can't get away with saying it as boisterously <clears throat> and as hypocritically as these kids are. Mm-hmm. And so they see in them this protected class of Americans that can get away with this. And the second you even like Laura Ingram just pointed out that he was complaining. Mm hmm. Then, oh my gosh, well, then we can go full She called it whining. Big deal. That was the only even anywhere near not uh, appropriate word in in her tweet. She just basically said it's <sighs> it makes sense. It's understandable because of the new requirements at, at colleges like UCLA that he didn't get in with just a 4.2. Hard to believe you're saying just 
a 4.2. Used to be that 4.0 was perfect, and but now when you take the AP classes, when you take these college courses, you get extra credit for that, and it pushes up your grade point even higher. Uh, but she, I mean, there, there's no reason, no reason in the world for all of these. By the way, let me go through the list again of the uh, sponsors who have dropped Laura Ingram's show, just in case you'd like to find a new way to go traveling uh, other than TripAdvisor. Maybe you uh, are fed up with Wayfair, the e-commerce company, and would like to go with somebody else like Overstock.com, perhaps. Hmm. Nutrish, Rachel Ray's pet food company, which has a lot of filler in it. I was told yesterday, yeah. that's just nasty. That is just, I, I mean, I, do you hate your pets or something? Yeah, why, why would you hate your pet that much? Hmm. If you hate your pet, give it away to somebody else. Don't feed it nutrition. Not me, though. I got plenty of animals. Expedia is another American travel company that I just wouldn't use because they suck. True that. Nestle Food Company? Are you kidding me? Who would use Nestle when Hershey is available? Yeah. Or Cadbury? Uh, or any number of chocolate companies. Mm-hmm. Hulu? Who needs that when you've got Amazon <laughs> and Netflix? Hulu's a tough one. <laughs> Several shows on that that are exclusively on that, but still. Yeah, I had principal until you get to that. And then Joseph A. Bank. I, pff, uh, What do you want? Uh, trailer park clothing? <laughs> yeah, have you seen, Is that what you want? Have you seen how we dress? We're not going into We'll give you Bank nine point. suits for the price of one. <laughs> oh, thank you. And they all suck. I, uh, yeah, you're not getting Armani at Joseph A. Bank, Mm-mm. right? And that's what, <laughs> that's what we all insist upon. <laughs> Is yeah, Armani. Totally. From the pickled squirrel. <laughs> Again, just great listeners. Have to disagree with you on the bean. I visit it every time I go into Chicago. I love it. There's not too much to love about Chicago anymore, though. But there is a lot to love about Houston. Huh. There just is. Mm-hmm. And again, they beat the Rangers. Mm-hmm. Houston over Dallas. <clears throat> again. Again. Hey, uh, the Braves looked good as well yesterday. <laughs> Eight unanswered. Thank you very much. Walk off home that, run. That's impressive. Great way to start a season. Mm-hmm. They were down by five, right? They were down five nothing. One eight to five. It was nice, beautiful. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. That's like a BYU game uh, in baseball because they've got these great hitters, mm-hmm. no pitchers. I mean, they're okay pitchers, but they can't hold like an eight nothing lead. <laughs> if it would BYU's ahead by eight nothing, you're like, oh geez. We need some more runs. We got to get some insurance runs mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. They're just hanging on by the skin of their teeth because at any time that could completely collapse and they lose 14 to 8. Uh, anyway, 888 <laughs> 900 uh, Brian in West Virginia, you're on the blaze. Hi. How you doing, Pat? <laughs> doing good. Hey, uh, oh, no. I, got, I told your caller I got a bone to pick with you because Friday is supposed to be a fun day. It is. Uh, get our get our mm-hmm. get our hopes up for the weekend. <laughs> right and after last week's show, <laughs> I, I think I was going to uh, you know suck start my soon to be banned AR fifteen <laughs> with all the joyful noise you were putting out. There. What was uh. Yeah, because it wasn't last week a fun a fun show. No, yeah, we were last no. Friday was. I mean, even Keith and uh, Jeffy both got on you about how horrible and down it was when it was supposed to be fun day. But really? the news was horrible. So what we, we were going through the omnibus package oh, and all the right. stuff yeah, that was in there. It was that's oh, right. That was that's a good time, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, great time. Great all right. Yeah, you're right. Well, where'd he go? You know, with this David Hogg coming out the mm-hmm. way he is, and just everybody. Wanting to just smack him and shut up and get back to class. Mm-hmm. 
I've got a good story. My wife is a teacher for future business leaders, and she took her entire high school class to the retirement home yesterday where they collared eggs, sang uh, hymns, and the, prayed with all these uh, people at the retirement home and just had an amazing time. So there are good kids out there, and yeah, our future great. isn't nearly as bleak as people like David Hogg make it out to be. Thank you for that good piece of news. Appreciate that. Thanks, Brian. Yeah, sometimes we forget there's a lot of good kids. There really are. I've got good kids. Keith, well, maybe Keith's a bad example. Yeah, but they're, somehow, they're lucky. Be, probably because of Carrie. Carrie, it's all Carrie. Yeah, absolutely. He's got good kids. Mm-hmm. There are good kids out there. Uh, you probably have good kids. There, I mean, but there's so many. The, the ones who get the attention, the ones who get the publicity, are are these little progressives. And there's no doubt David Hogg and Cameron Caskey are progressives to about the hundredth power. They've been soaking and marinating in progressivism their whole lives. Thanks, no doubt, to their parents and the education they're getting. Dwayne in Texas, you're on the blaze. Hi. Hey, you guys got me all fired up when you talked about the men crying. <laughs> okay. I, I tell you, back in 2000, I'm a, I'm a former police officer and a Marine. And uh, back, you know, when we were first invading Iraq and Afghanistan, uh, you know, I saw these soldiers on the TV and they're crying and I'm yelling and screaming at the TV. And my wife was like, what are you yelling and screaming? at?" I just cannot stand it when somebody uh, and men are supposed to exhibit strength and be the leaders. And you know, I understand Glenn cries a little bit. And I'm OK <laughs> with that because Glenn's a sensitive guy. Yeah. I love Glenn. But when you're a warrior, imagine Leonidas, you know, uh, giving his speech uh, before the battle of Thermopylae crying. It didn't happen. No. Can you imagine Mad Dog Maddox crying? No. Mm-hmm. Nope. Never. Nope. There's so, times. Appreciate it. Thanks, Dwayne. You're right. There are times when it's appropriate for men to cry because there's nothing. I mean, you can still be a manly man and cry. But at certain times when it's appropriate, not at times like you were talking about with Leonidas, that's not an appropriate time to cry. We're going to get our butts kicked. <laughs> There's only 300 of us. Look how many there are of them. No, it's, that's not the time to cry. So, uh, But here's the thing. Botanical sexism is making allergies worse. I'm so glad you're reading this yeah. story. This is about time it got some light of day. A surplus of pollen-producing male trees and plants may be to blame. Yep. Men. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're sneezing right now. Blame the men, the male population. Ginkgo biloba. 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 Ginkgo biloba. Oh, Sharpton over here. Is a stunning tree. <laughs> Ginkgo. <laughs> Ginkgo bilbo from no Reverend Lord of the Rings. No Reverend, it's it's Ginkgo, uh, Ginkgo biloba. Say it with me. Bilobus. No. The omnibus builder. Oh, just, just read the read the teleprompter, please. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I phonetically wrote it and everything. Al Ginkgo biloba <laughs> is a stunning tree, most memorable for the beautiful shape and color of its leaves. It's likely that the only ones available for sale near you are male specimens. Why? Because female ginkgos are the ones that bear berries, which have an unpleasant odor. Oh. Uh, that's one example of botanical sexism at play. <laughs> Who are you going to blame for that? Right. But if you have allergies, it's the female tree you want in your yard. To alleviate 
uh, his wife's allergies years ago, Thomas Leo Ogren, a California horticulturalist, began searching for pollen-free trees and shrubs to landscape his yard. One of the most interesting discoveries was that uh, some species that are either male, all male, or all female were the worst allergy offenders. Huh. More specifically, he found it was the male, the males that release all the pollen. I didn't know that. I didn't either. That's, you know I, mean, that? I didn't know that I mean, until I, just now. I figured as much, honestly, because you just think about, you know, the male and the sperm and all that stuff. So you always figured it was something like that, but this guy put it to the test. That is really weird. Yeah. Uh, and I, you know, I would never consider that because I, first of all, don't have allergies. And, Whoa, uh, you are so lucky. Yeah. I hate you now. Just all of yeah. a sudden. Just what are you going to do? that hatred. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, meaning one way to avoid red, itchy eyes and relentless sneezing might be to plant more female trees and plants, <laughs> which don't produce the tiny allergy-inducing grains. Now, see, I never knew that there was a hmm. male-type tree and I a had female-type no tree. I just never figured it that. was kind of the process of the trees themselves. That's what I thought. Yeah, so that's what I mean. So I didn't. I never realized until that story that there was actually... Toxic masculinity. There we go. Even in trees. Yep. So there's just no getting away from it. There's no getting away from toxic masculinity. If you're men are just frankly right, uh, dangerous, worst, terrible, pain inducing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Now, yeah. if you have allergies and uh, it's springtime, so all of this pollen is in the air. There's a lot of it from these, you know, toxic masculine trees. <laughs> there you have it. It's, it's spewing <laughs> out the pollen everywhere. All of that gets into your house. Sometimes inside your home, it's 100 times more polluted than outside. So what you need to do is replace your filters. And the place to do that is filterby.com. You don't, even, you don't even have to leave the comfort and privacy of your own home. Filterby.com has over 600 different filter sizes. And if you have something unusual, they can custom make one for you. Then they ship it to your home for free within 24 hours. It's all manufactured right here in America, too. Great American company. All kinds of Merv options, all the way up to hospital grade. So they're definitely going to remove those allergy-causing irritants, the pollen, the mold, the dust, from the air circulating around your house. And you can save 5% when you set up auto delivery, so uh, you never have to worry about when to change your air filters again. Save money, save time, breathe better with FilterBuy.com. That's FilterBuy.com. FilterBuy.com. You are listening to Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. Barbara in Ohio, you're on the blaze. Hi. Hi, Pat. Hey. When you were talking about your dad the other little while ago and his little expression, my father had one, and I never understood it until David Hogg came on the scene. Okay. And now it makes sense. It goes like this. 
your ass, your his mouth goes like a whippoorwill's ass in Huckleberry time. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm wow. sorry for the swear word. But you can't change it. <laughs> yep, my dad used to say that all the time about I had an aunt that talked a lot. And he'd say, her mouth goes like a whippoorwill's ass in Huckleberry time. Did you ever ask him where he got him? that? No, he just, he always said that. He That's always awesome. said that. He's gone now, but yeah, so I, I do remember it. <laughs> Thanks, Barbara. Appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's more complex than I mean, if that don't take the rag off in the bush. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. I, I couldn't even repeat it. Something about a whippoorwill. And, um, <laughs> I don't even know what huckleberry time is or a willow whipper. I mean, I don't know any of this stuff. Interesting. Huh. Uh, Jeffy joins us on hey, uh, this particular Friday. You're early. Why Why are you in here so early? Did you have any of your workout going uh, on or get well, finished I, up early? I ran early. I ran early today. It's Friday, and uh, because I want to get before it gets too hot. Your workout already before happened. it gets too yeah, hot. I see. So now you're starting earlier in the day. It's a little earlier in the day, right? And, uh, and then I decided, oh hey, you know, I'll just <laughs> for you, you know, I had a couple minutes. I'll just stop in early and say yeah. hello. Well, well, we okay. appreciate it. Right. It's Friday, and I, I had an opportunity, which was actually just I just just had gotten back from my run, and I ran into Troy from Dog Tag Furniture, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. he's going to be on the show a little bit later, yeah. about I mean, an hour, yeah. How great was it to meet this guy? This guy great. is awesome. Yeah, he is. Awesome. Yeah, definitely. They are doing great things. Anyway, it was just really good to meet Troy from Such a good Dog guy. Tag Furniture. You Dad know who else is doing great things is that uh, David Hogg kid. He's doing great things. Now, see, no, we don't really have great. to just bring I'm so, him up. I'm, why would, why would uh, what's her face? Laura Ingram. Apologize. Mm-hmm. She didn't say anything wrong. That's what I mean. That's why I because thought she had. I thought she had a little bit bigger backbone. I well, I'm guessing Fox probably said, "Okay, just end it." But that looks. I mean, that just does. That never ends it. I know the apologies never it's end like it. it. Makes it worse. Right? Well, and this kid, yeah. this kid especially, uh, he's not going to accept her po- apology right. unless she changes her viewpoint and apologizes and for Fox. Then. He won't accept it then. Yeah, I know. Oh, you only changed your viewpoint really because we forced you to. He, he wrote, um, uh, let's see. He wrote, I will only accept your apology only if you denounce the way your network has treated my friends and I in this fight. It's time to love thy neighbor, well, not mudsling at children. Treated. You've been treated with That's kid, and I use that yeah, term yes. loosely, <laughs> kid gloves. Yeah. They all have. They all have. I mean... Uh, for him to say that she must uh, denounce the way her network has treated his friends, they haven't done anything to you and your friends. Stop it. Time Stop. to love thy neighbor? Well, what about you? Uh, I guess the NRA is not your neighbor. Dana Lash is not your neighbor. No, Laura not. Ingram is not your neighbor. You know who your neighbor is? A community college you're going to end up going to. Because you can't get into the other colleges. Oh, wow. wait. I, I'm going to go. What are your wait, advertisers? I, I'm going to write them down, and I'm going to start tweeting. If I had one, go ahead. <laughs> I, I'm disgusted about TripAdvisor jumping on that bandwagon. I know. Wayfair, Nutrish, Expedia, Nestle, Hulu, and Joseph A. I mean, Bank. They all, feel all like jumping they on the bandwagon. They all feel like they have to. It's though, right? bull crap. I, I agree. 100%. You get a couple agree. of emails or, or tweets and you think but, that the sky is falling. However, Stop it. I will Grow say up. that I think that perhaps, and, and obviously we've seen it happen the other way too, 
But I think that if, if Laura had a little bit bigger backbone, and, and I know the network has given <clears throat> pressure on that as well, but just a little bit of backbone to say, no, um, I didn't do anything to apologize for. Perhaps right. yeah. one or two of those sponsors would have said, yeah, that's right. That would be and nice. stayed on board. Yeah. I don't know that to be, be nice. the case, though. I don't either. I don't know. I mean, it's so strange. The, the, whole, the whole boycott thing has always been so weird to me. I, I really don't understand it because these companies count. For years in radio, you'd get a phone call and complain about something, and that equaled 100,000 people are complaining about mm-hmm. one thing. Yeah. So program directors would drive us crazy with trying to fix the one thing that one caller was mad about. And that's what it is now. One tweet. And these companies cave. And they cave. Just cave. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I remember the first program director that said, ah, it's just one phone call. Don't worry about it. I love you. <laughs> hey, those program directors I don't think exist anymore. No, they do, uh, no, they do not. <laughs> no, they do know. not. I mean, we've talked about uh, my program director in Houston. Dude, dude, it is. It just is what it is. But the one thing he would do was if I didn't say something, you know, outrageous that he just the 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 one thing he always said to me was, "Don't make it indefensible. Don't don't make it so I can't defend you." And I, okay. I don't think I did. Okay. Because, uh, yeah, I, that makes sense. Now, if you say something indefensible, they're going to have to fire you. But if it's defensible, and it always was, then, you know, if you're just stating your point of view, if you're making it very clear it's your it's point of view, very clear that this then you is should be me. covered. You, right. you know, the other thing that's so frustrating about this is that, you know, focus your anger, focus your, your whatever, hate toward the uh, sheriff's department down there that completely let you guys down. Well, They're he can't ones- now, right? He can't. I mean, he's gone down far enough. He's been treated with, again, kid gloves mm-hmm. through this whole thing. Yeah. Now, if, if he can't. If he starts well, he doing that, that means he's backing off. He doesn't want real solutions. He no. just wants gun control. And the real solution was for law enforcement to find this guy mm-hmm. because they had every freaking opportunity. Yeah. Uh, and Sheriff Israel just dodged a bunch of questions about the of school shooting on a local newscast. Uh, watch this. The shooter's brother somehow made it onto campus, and a deputy fell asleep while on duty while he was supposed to be protecting the school. Here's Bob's report. Every day we're, learn- we're learning something more and more. Broward Sheriff Scott Israel didn't shy away from cameras after the mass shooting at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High. And I come here tonight with 39 years in law enforcement. But after national outrage, when it was learned his deputies failed to enter the school to stop the shooting, Israel's dodged the media for the past month. Even as Parkland remains on edge after the shooter's brother was able to trespass at Douglas, and another deputy was found sleeping yeah, there on duty there. As the a leader of an organization, well. you always accept uh, responsibility for the good and the bad. BSO Deputy and Union Chief Jeff Bell said Israel did himself no good in one of his last interviews on CNN when he not only refused to take responsibility for BSO's failure, but also patted himself on the back. I've given amazing leadership to this agency. Amazing leadership? Uh, I've worked, yes. He took a a tremendous beating out in the public 
from that. Israel also claimed in a letter to Governor Rick Scott that only one deputy, Scott Peterson, was at the school while bullets were flying. But records prove uh, uh. that at least three other deputies were also there. Certainly he had some wrong information that day. BSO I sources go. tell me that Israel reporter. behind the scenes is saying he's not going anywhere. And even if the governor removes him from office, right. he'll run again in 2020. In okay. order to get that forgiveness and <laughs> to gain you, that confidence back, you first Live from Marjorie's Delvin. So it's too late for an apology. I believe so. So mm. how does he get it back? It doesn't. Time will tell on that. We're going to see how this wound heals. Bell said in the meantime, morale is so low, the union is considering drastic action against Israel. We have not ruled out the possibility of a no-confidence vote. In Parkland, Bob Norman, Local 10 News. Thank you, Bob. Thank you, Bob. Thank you, Bob. The Department of Law Enforcement to investigate BSO's actions. That's that's not the video that I was anticipating. The one where um, they're in the parking lot and uh, Sheriff Israel is uh, ducking every single question that is thrown at him. Oh. And he will absolutely not take any That didn't seem to be the report whatsoever. we just heard, Keith, at all. Mm-mm. So I don't, I don't know what talked about him ducking questions and patting about. himself on the back, though. Oh, yeah. I will say this. Which, and it did, ta- it did also mention, and this came out uh, not long <laughs> ago, about the morale of the sheriff's department uh, was really, really low uh-huh. even prior to this. And not with him uh, not sticking up for his deputies mm-hmm. and uh, patting himself on the back. It's even lower. Yeah. And may I also point out, there is no R in the word law. But he, that's okay? the way he said it. I, I mean, I don't the, know the word is spelled. Correct me if I'm wrong. Okay. It is a three-letter word, so it's tough to get them all right. In this order, though, I believe it's okay. L-A-W. No R exists. But you can see if you in if the you, word law. If you write it, the beginning uh-huh. of W looks like an R. Is that what it is? Yeah. So that's why we hear Lar. I Sar. Lar. Yes, the beginning of a W okay. All right. looks like an R. Okay. Well, thank you. That clears yeah, it up. Thank you. Clears it up. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Pecker and Leach coming up. Gray. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray is here. You know, Facebook has been under a lot of attack lately. I think they're in trouble. I think they're in serious trouble. It sure sounds like it, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, their mm, their acceptability, their likability has gone down a lot. Oh, a whole bunch. Uh, and that started are, before before this uh, did. acknowledgement that <clears throat> they were spying. Seems like the kids, the, Those are the kids today are all leaving. Yeah, they're done with in them. droves. Now they've got almost two billion members of facebook so i mean you could hemorrhage a hundred million still, and you'd still well, be okay but still would you yeah i think i think they would i mean because they're they're if okay so you hemorrhage that much but i mean they're the the use factor 
mm-hmm. of the people that are the hip left factor is down. going down. Yeah, yeah, big time. But then you come up with uh, all the information that they're compiling on us and the stuff they're listening to and the targeted ads and all of those things. Well, uh, that's bad enough. You know what's even worse? Google. Oh, yeah. Here's what Google um, has on you. What does your data file hold with Google? Just this. Okay, so don't even worry about it. Every search you've ever made, even if it's been cleared from your browser or history. Right. Every event in your Google calendar, including whether you attended. Every location you visited, including how long it took you to get there, how long you stayed, and when you left. Nice. Your Google information also includes every image and file you've downloaded. Ooh. Every file you've <laughs> even, ever uploaded even if to I Google. Deleted it? Even if you deleted it. Every Google Fit workout you've done. That that's oh, gonna be that's, so extensive. Oh. Right. Uh in my I mean I've deleted I delete all those as after you're using me, delete. Go it, ahead. Good fit. luck going through all that. <laughs> <laughs> every photo you've ever taken, including metadata on where and when it was yeah. shot. Every ad you've ever viewed or clicked, every marketing topic that might interest you based on factors like age, gender, location, web activity. We all said okay to this. Every app you've ever searched for, installed, or launched, every YouTube video you've ever searched for or watched, and every email you've ever sent or received, including deleted messages and spam. That is unreal. That's unbelievable. Every one, Jeffy. Like every single one. I got it. Just so you know, it's every one. I only delete them so people around me don't see them. Google's not going to tell anybody. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good thing. Uh, Google's always going to be, because their their thing is don't be evil. So they can never do anything wrong. Right. I mean, look, the people, they told us that in in, uh, uh, the the one documentary. um, Ah! I can't remember the name of it, where the guy was creating the female robot. Yeah. Uh, that ended up, and and he brought in an employee mm-hmm. to a test with him. Her? I can't think of the name. Her? Of it. No. no, no the the guy the the guy was in uh, the head of what was supposed to be Google. It was a big search engine, but he had uh, he had one of his employees win this contest, mm-hmm. and he won this contest because he, the owner of what they proposed to be was Google. It was a different name in the movie. Uh, had just changed all the information They're from all his search engines. Ex Machina. Or yes, Machina. yes, Ex Machina. Yeah. And it's it's uh, it's fascinating because they're already they're already telling us they have mm-hmm. all that information and they're using it at to their advantage all um, the time. Uh, and we say so, it's okay. I mean, yep. we told them mm-hmm. it's okay. Terms you want to use the product? Check. You want to use the product? Yes, we do I wanna, do. We do want to use the product, and I guess you agreed to all this stuff, right? Which is terrible. Yeah. It's just terrible that you have. I mean, that they that they give you nine hundred pages of crap that you're obviously not going to read through. It's it's dishonest at best. It's dishonest, and so to to click yes just to use your freaking course. Nobody nobody forces us. Mm-hmm. Correct. Nobody and that, forces I mean that's us. why that's why some of these the <clears throat> people suing YouTube now are getting thrown out of court because the judges are like, you knew the rules. Yeah. I mean, you knew you knew YouTube's rules. So, well, but we're using their product, well, yeah, but well, there's no yeah, but. Happier news: uh, discovery of chocolate mixed with peanut butter uh, was a pretty good revelation with uh, Reese's. Yeah, and in songs, uh, but now Bluebell, <clears throat> yeah, that's their says new brand. that their chocolate p- 
peanut butter cookie dough ice cream is now available in stores in both half gallon (laughs) and pint sizes. So it's available. It's available. Totally available in the stores as of this week. It's a mixture of chocolate ice cream with pieces of peanut butter cookie dough and chunks of milk chocolate. So, do you have something to say, Jeffy? No, I mean normally I would say uh, I would give you a hard time for not having, like I would say, Keith. Mm-hmm. Where is it? Where is it? Oh. Because you're doing a story on it, right. so we're and doing a no story. Why you say that now? And a show producer, because my mm-hmm. doctor this morning told me I have to. Hmm. Well, well, look not at this. Eat so much. That's ice cream. too bad because we actually Whoa, have it here today. <laughs> Thank you. We have it. Thank you. Thank you so much. Look at that. Wouldn't we know, have you your, actually did your job for you? That's unbelievable. You'd be surprised how many Walmarts are open at 5 a.m. But Did your doctor really tell you this morning not to do this? No, but I just had the look in Keith's eye like he had it. Because oh, <laughs> he's over there going, go ahead. I was setting you up. Yeah, give let's me do it. it. Give yeah. me it. Give yeah. me it. And you just were going to refuse yeah, that. I was not going to give it to So, me. I mean, you worked out this morning, so why can't you have it now? You're a real douche. You know that? You wouldn't even... Give him the pleasure of showing that, yeah, okay, I have it. I did my job Holy. this time. <laughs> Whatever. I'm eating. A real I, piece I mean, of work, my friend. Moving. A real piece of work. Mm. Mm. Cookie dough. Is it possible to finish off this ice cream while we do a show? Look, you're the host, man. You're the one got to talk. I don't so, care. Give me my Bluebell ice cream. Go. If you're not in a Bluebell state, oh, I really you. feel... I, 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 I don't feel your pain because I am in a bluebell state, so I don't feel your pain. Give me some chewing music, and then you can eat your ice cream. Look, look at this. But I'll tell you something. Shards of chocolate. Right. Oh. Boy, let me just finish. Bluebell <laughs> ice cream is oh. the greatest ice cream on this I mean, planet. When they came to Florida. I think they're only in 23, 24 states. When they first came to Florida, it was mm-hmm. so incredible. And they, the guy that uh, was their sales head, promotions guy mm-hmm. made sure that uh we were able to talk about it <laughs> yeah he was a very nice man they're awesome and we were very awesome. happy to talk about it on top of which it's good it is, yeah. oh my gosh yeah. yeah and i mean it's good to the point where they just dominate every market they know they stretch from arizona mm. to virginia wyoming down to florida oh, are they in so oh they're not in utah no nope. but they are in wyoming mm-hmm. wow mm-hmm. wow and select markets in, oh, so it, okay. in Dallas, Texas, they have a 68 share of the ice cream market. And you really noticed it when they got in trouble? It's unbelievable, Because they man. had to, when they pulled yeah, their ice cream from the sections, shelves. Yeah, because there's huge sections there's nothing in it. The whole freezer <laughs> section, empty. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> it was really amazing. All you right. could really see the percentage of, of uh, market they had. This is just for, uh, yeah, eat your just ice so cream. I can Let's eat go. my ice cream. Let's go eat your ice cream. We'll do a couple yeah. of quick stories. Chew the fat with Jeffy. A couple of quick stories for you. Uh, I've got some really good stuff. Starbucks, uh, other coffee sellers ordered to warn uh, customers of uh, carcinogens in coffee. Thanks to uh, the courts in California, a judge ruled that Starbucks and other coffee sellers in California must provide a cancer warning on their products for customers. So it's got to be on your cups. It's got to be on your coffee. Uh, the lawsuit so claimed stupid. that those companies... It is stupid. Has it been proven? Well, No. Uh, in fact, uh, the uh, uh, the ruling comes even after the International Agency for Research on Cancer and the Cancer Agency of the World Health Organization moved coffee off its possible carcinogen list. Huh. Wow. So, I mean, the, they're just saying that this car- carcinogen happens when they blend Sorry. it and mix it. 
Okay, so the judge is saying you got to tell people. Well, you know, I do feel bad for the other coffee makers and other businesses, but as far as Starbucks is concerned, good. And that guy has been such a, a kind of a douche anyway. Good for him. You know, if he's got if he's if he's got to pay a little bit because of these regulations, these are the same regulations that he loves against everybody else. So very good. true. Good. Put it on there. Yeah, you deserve Have it. Have fun. He sure does. Uh, Valpac. We all get the Valpac envelopes mailed to the house. It comes in the comes mm-hmm. you know the old fashioned uh, envelope. Uh, love them. The little blue envelope Valpac. And you, and some. Do you always open them and look at them? Nope, Pat. You don't. I always throw them local away. Coupons directly into the garbage. Well, my friend, <laughs> don't do it for a while. I only need so many don't garage door repairs. Okay? You know, <laughs> because uh, the company uh, for the first time uh, checks are being mailed to random homes across the country. Oh no. Um, Whoops! No strings attached. Uh-huh. Just open it up, check it out. If there's a check in there for a hundred bucks, it's all yours, baby. Okay. Really? Yeah. Well, there's one, uh, roughly one in fifty thousand. Mm. Uh, so you got a shot. And they've been doing it ra- in random cities uh, for quite a while since like 1988. It's a good way to get you to open it. Yeah. And mm. uh, but uh, now it's a hundred dollar check in the Valpac envelope, nice. and nice. and I say that now, and I should have just kept my mouth shut so I could just walk around the neighborhood <laughs> in the Valpac envelope. Is <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna have the kids go take it out of the mailbox. Is that mm-hmm. a crime? Mm. Yes. If you take mail out of a mailbox, Jeffy, I'm so sorry. To just a federal you. crime, though. That's I, it, I, though. Don't worry about it. I, it's I, it, though. Okay. I need that because you're that? not gonna eat it. So just give me the bowl. Give me the bowl of ice cream, Jeffy. You're not gonna eat it. Just hand it to me for um, melt. No. I'll come and get it. I'm just gonna come and take it from you. Uh, no. Are you going to eat it? Uh, yes, but I'm allowing the host to have his. That's why we did the segment. Were you listening to the show? Or? Yeah. Sit down. Shut up. All right, go ahead. I mean, thank you for having ice cream today. We really appreciate you doing your job for once. Thank you. It's going to go to waste. We appreciate it. I, I, I'm a I mean, cheap what, man, and it's going to go to waste. But more. <clears throat> but more. Okay, SpaceX launched Big Falcon 9 rocket, rocket today from Vandenberg Air Force Base. Took off. It looked beautiful. Uh, another great launch from uh, from SpaceX. Oh, actually... there goes Mad Mike Hughes. Yeah. Oh no, that's not him. I know. No, that's not Mad okay. Mike. What is this uh, carrying? This is uh, this, this is uh, the blasted off carrying ten satellites to oh. be set into orbit as part of the Iridium Five Next mission. Oh, good. That's ten more satellites that'll crash into Earth later. Well, funny you should say that because mm. it's part of a seventy-five satellite array being positioned for Iridium's next generation communication system, uh, the fifth set. Of ten, now they this rocket they're not going to recover uh, anything but the nose. They're going to try to get the nose uh, the nose cone mm-hmm. back. Uh, the rest of it gone away. Have a nice day. They don't, they don't Wait, care about it. How do they get it back? Does it just come back? They know exactly. They know pretty much where it's going to land in the ocean, and they have a giant net with the ship that they're going to get it. I don't know if they're going to film film catching it or not, but oh, they're going like to get see it. That. Yeah, I know. They had to stop the filming the live shot of this. Uh, take off because of some restrictions, and they're saying now that um, we uh, it said uh, due to some restrictions from the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, uh, for short uh, or, or NOAA for short, SpaceX will be intentionally ending live video coverage from the second stage just prior to engine shutdown. We're working with NOAA to address these restrictions in order to hopefully be able to bring you live views from orbit in the future. Uh, they wouldn't elaborate what why those restrictions are in place. Weird, but uh, they had to shut it down. Now this is um, uh, the deal that SpaceX has with Iridium. Uh, they are going to launch seventy five satellites for five hundred and thirty six million. 
This is not going to end well. I mean, it's it's way up there. And don't forget, as Keith said, we have to watch out for the uh, Chinese space station. Well, here's uh, hurling toward. Oh, it just came down. <laughs> it just came down in this. Oh man, it left oh, a no. dent Huge. in the floor. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Or is that where? No, no, that, look, they're they're it's the, spewing uh, toxic oh. material they're, all they're, over the room. They're calling right Sunday probably the day. Wow. Uh, Sunday first. Nice. April first. That mid Saturday into uh, into Sunday <laughs> is the time. We showed you the map yesterday uh, of the green zone <laughs> on the Earth. So they're still hoping that it's not going to oh, hurt anybody. There's another piece. Oh no. no. Dang it. Oh, no. <laughs> Somebody tweeted out. Uh, there's an X over Spanish Fork, Utah, right now. Like yours that you've seen in Dallas. Oh, yeah. They must have moved the X. Oh, and really? so now it's going oh, over no. Utah. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Now, Spanish Fork, Utah? Yeah, somebody tweeted out an X in the sky like, like Jeffy's <laughs> been taking pictures of here. And they moved it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> What? It's what? not a joking matter. No, I know. <laughs> X is in the sky. Oh, I, I know. So what's your... I know it's not. <laughs> yeah, okay. Serious, You're right? exactly right. Mm-hmm. All right. Serious now, stuff. I find that there was only one person in history uh, of the space age to be hit on the ground by debris okay. from space. Wow. Uh, Alotti Williams in 1997... <laughs> it's was happened? Hit, ...was hit uh, with a piece of disintegrated rocket uh, hit around the shoulder Ooh. in her house. Oh, that is Ooh. weird. And then in 1954... And Hodges in Alabama got hit with a space rock. And this picture of her got a big bruise on her side there. Oh, uh, this nasty bruise, but she survived. Uh, that was in her house, though, in Alabama. No way. I, no way. You said, wait, you said so a space, space rock, rock? Uh, like a meteor, went through her roof into her side? Yes, in 1954. Ah, no! And in 2018, uh, right here in Dallas, well, Irving, Texas. Just bump up against your foot it, there? It's the third piece just <laughs> fell on us. And then, so. uh, well, you know, it's no laughing matter. It wasn't a passenger on a plane sure. flying over the Aegean Sea. <laughs> okay. Uh, no captured footage of a bizarre object flying alongside the aircraft. Look out! Yeah. Well, this is actually <laughs> a, a new uh, new UFO <laughs> footage uh, over oh. the Aegean Sea. Okay, what is that? Uh, I mean, it is really weird. Holy I'm not sure God. what it is. Uh, but they film it out of the plane. Those are uh, Death Eaters that evaporated, and they're flying through. You, you've seen Harry Potter, right? Exactly what they look like. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. That is bizarre. I mean, I what is that? I don't know. What is that? <laughs> I don't know. What? That is Fascinating. The Blaze TV. I want to see com. that again. Show me that again. Yes. That is incredible. <laughs> Carrie, what is that? Carrie, what is that? I don't know. Holy crap. Holy crap is right. <laughs> that is the greatest video footage of a UFO sure ever. Is. Ever. Sure is. <laughs> uh, that's a weather balloon. <laughs> yeah, that's a, is it a Google balloon? That is really something else. I mean, I, it's going horizontally and vertically, goes, it looks yeah. like, right? Yeah. And it's just like black smoke that's just... Yeah, the one you could say looks like Weird. a contrail from a plane, yeah. but, but when it's going but then it goes vertical, the other direction. it's yeah. very wide. And it's really Ooh. weird. I mean, weird things are happening everywhere. What is that? I don't, I've had this story uh, in, uh, in my pile all week of the uh, orange snow. Uh, blanketing Eastern Europe. Cool. Yeah. Uh, so you think, you know, a like, wide like you area. Know, you know when you urinate outside on snow, it turns yellow? 
No, I, you know but that, right? it turns yellow. Because you know they tell you don't eat yellow snow. But uh, if you just <laughs> urinate outside and then it evaporates, yeah. it comes down orange in Europe. <laughs> see the picture of no, it there I don't in the mountains of the orange. No, I'm pretty sure. I'm positive that's what it is. That's what it is. The Sahara <laughs> sand is what it is. No, Probably dust. No, don't, don't talk about sand. the winds coming through the Sahara that, Desert. That is what it is. Picking up the sand. That's easily what it is. dropping it down. Yes. No, it is not. Yes, it is. It could, it, be, is not. it could be orange urine, Pat. Thank you. It's urine being sucked up into the clouds and dropped in Europe. It's, everybody knows that. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Right. And I want to leave you with my favorite pick and meme of the day uh, for the weekend, just for you, uh, just uh-huh. for you Easter lovers uh, from uh, from the Wesley United Church, uh, from their sign out in front of their church. Christian, happy Easter. Jew, happy Passover. Atheist, good luck. <laughs> That's good. Sunday at 10 a.m. See you Sunday. I like that. Services on Sunday. It's funny. It's, I like that a lot. I like this, too. It's uh, Riduzone. Mm-hmm. Big part of the Blaze family now. Just about everybody is is taking this supplement. It's a, What is it? It's a safe, natural, FDA-acknowledged dietary supplement. What's so the name of no, no chemicals in it. You're going to need it after eating that ice cream. Riduzone was launched by a local company that took the good stuff in olive oil, the OEA in it, and they have this patented product with it, and it's... OEA has been shown to boost your metabolism and reduce your appetite, and it helps you burn fat, too. So with the proper nutrition and exercise, you're going to lose weight with the help of Riduzone. Plus, more importantly, maybe because it's harder to keep it off than it is to take it off, and Riduzone will help control your appetite, which it's done for Sarah, who is the host of The News and Why It Matters. Uh, She lost 100 pounds like 10, 12 years ago. But she says she still struggles with cravings, and so every day she takes the Riduzone, and that keeps her mind off of it. And she's not in here eating ice cream with us, she, I should she tell she you sure something. Isn't. And when we show all those delicious foods that are available at ballparks, she's like, ick, I don't want that. She's the only one. <laughs> the rest of us want it. Uh-huh. So go to Riduzone.com, enter the promo code PAT, you'll get 30% off a three-month supply. It's R-I-D-U-Z-O-N-E.com, Riduzone.com. Pat Gray, Unleashed, the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray returns. On the Blaze Radio Network. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three We'd love to have some fun today and forget about the Parkland kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that possible? Is it possible? I don't know. <laughs> I don't is know. It, uh, seriously, is it possible? Uh, no, I don't Let's know. Let's try. Shall we? GD Chapel says, uh, Bluebell changed my life. <laughs> After my first <laughs> bite, I realized everything is different now. <laughs> right. And I owe it to spoons. <laughs> you're welcome. Uh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah. From Trav Watkins. Are you going to rate this amazing sounding ice cream? Yes. It, that's an 18, man. That's an 18. That's definitely an 18. Right? Oh. Would you give it? I mean, that's the highest rating possible. It's delicious. Yep. Yeah, I mean, it's in there somewhere. It's it may be the perfect ice cream. Mm. It's pretty, well, no, pretty dang good. There's other flavors. I mean, this, I can't necessarily. You know what I like the best of all Blue Belt is just their plain milk chocolate. Nothing I know plain you about it. The milk chocolate is really good. So good. I like the uh, just their uh, regular ice chocolate ice cream bars. Oh man! Do you good. have milk when you so eat those? Good. Milk. So good. Milk. So good. Let's bring back They're memories made with from milk. Pat and Stu. They're made with milk. Yeah, I know. 
I know. Thank you. B.R. Lesper says, uh, why are the Parkland kids wasting their time with the Democrats? Shouldn't they talk to Steve Scalise, Rand Paul, and the others who were involved in the baseball practice shooting last summer? Huh. They're also experts. Yeah. Oh, nice. Thank pretty you. good. Pr- pretty good uh, point. That there. sure is. And from Amy Merrill, hearing that men are the problem, and men are the problem oh, with virtually everything. Everything. Hearing the men are the problem makes me think of where are the men right? rant by Alex Jones. Oh, ah, well, you know. To feel what the children are feeling. <laughs> God almighty. Oh, 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 so Folks, we gotta we gotta get good people to stand up against these people. Stand up. Uh, 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 you probably should I probably shouldn't even have done this radio show today. Or any because I have this disgusted cover <laughs> for how I just hate the globalists, but it's more the than that. More than that. More than that. And I and I just get flippant and angry, but it's because deep down, folks, I can see what they're doing, I and I, I we have a responsibility yes. to stop these globalists. Stop the globalists. Where are the men in this country? Where, Where are, are the men in this world? Where are the men? I need a man. <laughs> <laughs> Second year. I can't, I can't find a man. What the hell have we become? We just offer our children up to the system with the fluoride and the water and the GMO hurting them. And we let fat perverts grab them at the airport to train them for the pedophile government. And we've just got such a sick society. So true. It's so good. All the men. And, and, and. Keith, yeah, you're right. Yeah, facts, facts coming those from are, that man. Those are facts. Yeah, yeah you know where the men are? Them. They've all been killed by yes. fluoride, uh, and the ones who were killed by the fluoride GMOs. have been taken by the the pedophile <laughs> perverts well, for the government, well, and they're they're being <laughs> that's, that's only two thirds. Uh, pedophiles. Another third being pedophile. pedophiles yeah, right now missing, by the government. You're missing the folks that so. have been turned gay by the fluoride <laughs> in the water. Well, those are mostly those frogs GMOs, yeah, and shrimp. Those are frogs mostly. So. All right, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Pat Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network. is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Uh, welcome. It's a Friday show. We're <sighs> desperately trying to have some fun. <laughs> I, I can't take uh, the wonderful children from Parkland. They look like they'd anymore. be fun to hang around, though. Do they? Don't they though? They do, don't they? I mean, like you—you really <clears throat> just want to hang out with them. And bless their hearts, they deserve any college that will admit them. I, every college was, should admit them. Who was it that was telling them that she couldn't <clears throat> believe it? Allison Camerata 
CNN. She should be fine. Uh, it's pathetic. She should be fine. It's really pathetic. That was agonizing. Yeah, very. Agonizing. Very. From a network host? I know. It's pretty bad. It's embarrassing. It is. Is what it is. <laughs> it is really embarrassing. Uh, let's go to Jake in Virginia. Uh, Jake, 16-year-old, uh, welcome to The Blaze. Um, yeah, hello. Hi. Hey. I'd just like to say that not all 16- and 17-year-olds are like David Hogg. Me and many of my friends are like intensely pro-Second Amendment, and we do not like what this kid is doing. I love to hear that. I you just want to put your mind at rest. There. I, I do know that's true, but the ones I we're know. seeing are just the little... You know, gun grabbers. I know, and that that's right. upsetting. You're not, you're not we're, we're hearing. You know, we obviously hear from you here. I mean, I have a 16 year old son that this the same Jake. thing. That is good to hear. You know, but it is yeah. good to hear. But it doesn't. It's still. But it's. But I the see my son every media. day, and I still doesn't. It doesn't compute to me because I've stuck with David Hogg in my head. Yep. Because uh-huh. the media only shows David Hogg. That's all. That's all you get is uh, David Hogg and Cameron Caskey, and they never show Kyle Kashev. Who's also that's a rarity. 16 or 17. Yeah, he's a rarity. So, um, here, you know, in our germ-phobe, germaphobe society. Um, we live in one, too, boy. Yeah, we well, do. Yeah, we have to work with you. So we do. We are. That's right. I mean, who knows what we could contract from you. Well, right, right? now, I mean, nothing is inflamed, so you should be fine. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, just, really? Just trying to help. All right. The, the cream's you. working? That's good. It's not cream, but yeah. <laughs> Good. Have you enjoyed oh, man. that? <laughs> uh, but there's a story about household items that are just riddled with germs. Nasty. Things you probably wouldn't consider. You know, obviously you oh, got I the toilet know. seat. Uh, you got uh, the phone. The, I mean, yeah, we're I, not supposed I, to keep our toothbrushes in the bathroom anymore right. Right, because of the spray from the toilets and right. stuff. Yeah. I was reading that a phone is more germ riddled. Than your toilet seat. Oh, now, I believe I don't know, that. I don't know if I believe that. What about a remote? Well, like let's see the what remote the list control? Has. Probably the remote. We'll see if yeah. it's on the list here. Okay. Uh, number one on really the list, bad. the cutting board. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Are you ready for a gross factoid? Apparently, the average cutting board has, get this, oh, 200 God. times more fecal bacteria than a toilet seat. Who printed this? How is that possible? This is gross. You can't just toss your wooden cutting board into the dishwasher, but you should give it a nice scrub down regularly yeah. with hot soapy water. How could it have yeah. fecal material on well, because it? Some of the, because, Are people pooping on your cutting board? No, no, no. no but no. they're pooping in the vegetables you're cutting on it. Oh, okay. Uh, right? I mean, you're getting... There's 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 a certain amount of fecal matter that can end up in goods that you purchase that are okay, thanks to the federal government. You know, that's about as much fecal matter talk on this show as I probably want in a lifetime. We've had yep. in 30 I, mean, I can seconds. find out the exact number. No, no, no. Yeah, we're going to number two. Why don't we just go to number two? Wait, we're going to go work. to number two. It's that called, didn't, uh, didn't help it? Hand, <laughs> no, it did not. Number two. Hand towels. You should switch out your hand towels with clean ones every few days. Mm-hmm. We do that. I bet. Oh, yeah. It may yeah. seem like a lot, but if someone who hasn't washed their hands properly dries like their hands lot? on that towel... They're wiping bacteria onto the towel. I mean, every couple of days is, seems like uh, almost not enough. I mean, almost like it should be every like day. Every, every time every you day. use it. You should, <laughs> yeah. No, every day. Yeah. Paper uh, number three, which I probably wouldn't have thought of, keys. Mm. Think oh, about yeah. it. Think about it. Have you ever actually cleaned your car or your house keys? Mm. No. Mm. Have you cleaned your car keys? No, I don't. I would I mean, think that might short them out. I don't know. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> well, yeah, I mean the 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 keys now, right? The yeah. electronic keys. Good uh-huh. luck. You can't be washing those, right? Uh, shopping carts. This oh, yeah. is something for bad. me that I I just I I can't even touch them anymore bad. unless they have the wipes. They're really bad at the in, at the store. And a lot of stores have these. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, they do. And some of them don't. And don't and forget, I it's not just it the handles. Don't. You know, I mean, people. I see people wiping down just the handle that you grab. You know, but yeah. don't forget, you're touching the 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 kids' seat, moving mm-hmm. that forward to put stuff in. You should wipe those edges down. Babies. Wipe the edges down all the way around. Babies oh, are man, using it for teething. Right. You should take it outside and just completely disinfect. The I whole said thing. the other day when I was <laughs> filling in for you, I'm ser- I'm almost ready to have like a a giant dis. You know those those uh, uh, bug. Containers the bugs guys have the spray, spray bugs yeah the spray canisters mm-hmm. I'm considering just carrying one of those around with disinfectant. That's everywhere you not go. A bad idea. Seems like Although trouble. here's the problem we're doing this so much and there's so much of the alcohol wipes and the all of that stuff that our bodies have become uh, immune immune well, too clean they're really. too clean yeah. and so we can't fight off the germs that we get. And so that's why we get more diseases and sicknesses and allergies. That's yeah, kind stuff of a catch twenty two. We used to have because yeah. yeah. our bodies ha- just handled this stuff before because yeah. it was a dirty society. Well, Probably when we were kids, I mean, I don't want to. I know I remember when I was a kid, but we used to go out and just. I mean, you played in dirt. You went yeah. outside and you played, mm-hmm. and you had cuts and you had bruises, and unless your limb was half off and you were bleeding, <laughs> and half of your blood but supply only if you're bleeding out your eyes can yeah. you come back in the you're, house. You're not sure. coming. Well, I told you not to come back unless there's someone right. was actually mm-hmm. hurt. That mm-hmm. arm isn't completely amputated. Get, Get your outside. butt back in the backyard. Move. You're not allowed in the house. <laughs> of course, the trade-off is the super gonorrhea strain that Jeffy left in Britain last week. Yeah, that's resistant yeah, well, to I, any I didn't kind know of... it was inflamed when I was there. Okay. <laughs> well, then how do we know that your well, story you today... Well, you take my word for it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Got a doctor's note. <laughs> but listen to this. Many cart handles actually test positive for E. coli. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> bad, yeah. That's great. <sighs> if that doesn't make you freaky when you go into a I grocery know. store, I know. nothing I think will. about this now. Okay. What I, what, what, and, and people don't think about... Uh, so you've wiped down the cart, all right, but... The people who were using the cart prior to you that made that cart that way were also perhaps purchasing the same items that you're purchasing. So when mm-hmm. you grab an item off the shelf, mm-hmm. someone else could have touched it before you with fecal and E. coli. Oh. I mean, it, it's just... You could really get carried away you with sure can. to where you don't want to leave your house. And your house is probably worse than the grocery <laughs> store. There's just no escape. Right. Uh, reusable grocery bags. Oh yeah, bad. <clears throat> really bad. Because people forget to wash them. Yep. And that's what happened. That's what happened in a number of cities. You need to wash them out with the hydrogen plastic, peroxide. When they too. banned the plastic uh, bags. Yeah. This was you know an unintended consequence. E. coli from the from the reusable right. bag. Sponges. Your kitchen sponge oh, yeah. may very well bad. be the dirtiest item in your home. Mm. Yeah. Housing. Hundreds of millions of bacteria. My, uh, wife, my wife has a big thing for the sponges. And we clean our dishes with them. But, but what you're supposed to do, see, my wife has a big thing. I, I'm, I'm very sponge attentive. Are you? Because she is, you know, the, this, the sponges are for dishes. They're not for wiping down counters. They're not for wiping mm-hmm. down anything else. Yeah. They're not for mm. scrubbing anything else. They're just for dishes. So when I scrub other things than the dishes, I can't tell her. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but you just kind of did right now. Kind of did. She's not listening to this program. 
Uh, cell phones are listed here. Yeah. Haven for Ooh. bacteria. Your hands and face are constantly transferring all sorts of germs to the surface of your phone. <laughs> That's great. So when you take your cell phone into the bathroom for selfies, Jeffy. Right. It's picking up germs. Oh, that's right. <clears throat> Eyeglasses. Okay. All right. I mean, everything is right. I mean, we're going down this list. It's fascinating to hear the items that you don't think of that are, you know, nastiness germ riddled. But it really is everything. Yeah. That we touch and we breathe on and that we feel. And it's it's difficult to get past the idea of, oh, shut up, just wash your hands. Because, mm-hmm. like you said, you know, sometimes you just you don't want to go anywhere or touch anything. Just. Mm-hmm. No thanks. When I read stuff like this, it it just it does freak me yeah. out. Yeah, and I I kind of do become a germaphobe. Yeah, so, it makes it worse. Yeah, it does. Doesn't it make it better. It, no, it makes it a lot worse. Yeah. There's really nothing you can do about it. Right. If, if you go into a, a grocery store and they don't have the wipes, what are you going to do? You're going to carry wipes around in your pocket all the time? No, you're going to push the car. You're, you're going to push the car. You're going to walk gonna... when you get in the car. When you get home, see the thing is, is though if you if you don't wash your hands before you get home. And you're now, not going you've to. Touched, now you've touched mm-hmm. your steering wheel, your cell phone, probably everything. your eyes, probably right. your mouth. You've touched everywhere. Right. So I mean, we don't have any chance. Yeah, I mean, we're, none we're, of yeah, us are going to make it <laughs> another <laughs> week. We're well, all, that's why I. I mean, I don't wipe down die. the car because I'm trying to build my resistance. Yeah, it's <laughs> maybe the satellite. We're all going to die. Get here. Just first. so, just get used to it. Um, well, nobody gets out alive. That's true. Nobody leaves his planet alive. Nobody gets out alive. Like a balloon, except for Neil Armstrong did. Neil Armstrong left the planet alive. Why did he come back anyway? But he came back. That was not a smart move. And then he didn't leave. Yeah, no, that was dumb. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Buttons. I wouldn't even think of that. That's number nine. And then finally, your hands. Sure. Well, of course, because you're touching all the crap. Right. Right. Yeah. And that's why you're supposed to, you know, you're supposed to cough into your elbow. And, you know, nobody. uh, Handshaking Mm -hmm. has been a big thing for a lot of uh, germ people for a long time. You know, they've done no handshakes. You know, the fist yeah. bumps are okay, kind of, uh-huh. but, uh, you know, and you're perceived as being rude and, and, and mean if you don't shake hands, shake with, hands with people. Yeah. But I, and I'm skeeved by it now. I kind of am too, but I'm, I'm still, but I still always, you know, you were, at least I, I was raised anyway, that but I'm skeeved when, by it. when you, when somebody puts their hand out <clears throat> to be, uh, say hello, you shake their hand. No, oh, yeah, and you shake their hand <clears throat> with with enough force to say hello. And they might have just wiped their butt with their hand, right? Don't you don't know. You don't know where you that's don't. been. You, you don't, don't know. Where it's know. Been. Wait, people actually want to shake your hand, Jeffy? <laughs> the thing? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right. They don't know where I'll my, take your word. They for don't it. know where my hands have been. <laughs> now they do. Sponsor this half hour is uh, Brickhouse <laughs> Nutrition. <laughs> Uh, who brings you Field of Greens. Mm-hmm. I ran out of this for a couple of days Ooh, and didn't have it in my smoothie. Good. I was definitely more lethargic during the day, way tired during the day. My smoothie didn't taste as good that I have every morning. And fortunately, we, we got it now. We got it back. And uh, it makes a big difference. Mm-hmm. I, I've had a lot more energy today. I feel a lot better today. Uh, I'm not lethargic. And it's just... it's. Field of Greens is great because if you're like me and you hate vegetables, this provides a full serving of organic fruits and vegetables, uh, pre and probiotic, whatever that means. Uh, it boosts your I- I- immunity. It has antioxidant power and it's not extracted from something. It actually is real food. So just take one scoop, put it in eight ounces of water of your favorite drink, shake, smoothie, 
whatever, you're done. It's that easy, and it tastes, it really does taste great. Just go to BrickHousePat.com. Try Field of Greens for yourself today. Get 10% off a month's supply when you use the promo code PAT. BrickHousePat.com. That's BrickHousePat.com. You're listening to Pat Gray Unleashed. Follow Pat on Twitter at Pat Unleashed and send him your thoughts using the hashtag TellPat. The Blaze Radio Network. keyboard now thinking imagine the germs on that thing oh yeah especially after i Plus licked the it. screen yeah i licked it when you, you licked my computer you weren't looking and i was the ice why cream would you was, lick my computer the ice keyboard. cream now i'm hungry for i just have to eat now okay <laughs> Wait, you're like, i would pull your tongue out if you licked my keyboard i'd pull your tongue out i would let uh, you just so you know <laughs> <laughs> i mean i have some sites where you can ask people to lick their keyboard oh yeah like. oh, we'll talk after the show you have such a plethora of yeah. sites. How many sites do you own? I mean, do you even know how no. many? I mean, they're based under different mm, corporations sure. and companies. And stuff. Sure. So okay, but really, just give us a... You can't get a handle on well, it. Get a, <laughs> give us a broad... Give us a, you know, just a thumbnail that's sketch. Part, that's a lot of them. A lot of them do give you broads. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank you. 888 900 <clears throat> It's always an adventure mm-hmm. uh, with Jeffy. <laughs> Isn't that a Mary... Mary Poppins song? Yeah. It's, it's always an adventure Every day is an Jeffy. adventure with Mary. Mary. Uh, Nick in Illinois, you're on the blaze. Hi. Hey, how are you? Good. How are you? Uh, well, first I wanted to say that uh, yesterday I was actually uh, listening to the show while I was in the gym. So on behalf of my fat level content, thank you so much for all the talk about freaking stadium food and meat <laughs> and all welcome. that. Yeah. Crap. Okay. That's, why, that's why I've been trying yeah. to tell people to get out and run and stuff, you know, before the show. It's, <laughs> it's important. Get your morning Jeffy run. feels and real you know, strongly about that. It's okay, though, because then, you know, Jeffy popped back on the screen and I was like, Feel you know, better about yourself. Yeah, I'm here for it. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> and motivation that's to keep running. For. There's, always that. For. There's yeah. always that, isn't there, Nick? Everybody uh, has that in their well, life, yeah. too. I have to watch 600 pound life. But no matter how fat you get, uh-huh. there's always Jeffy. And you think, okay, that's not, that's not, not what there. he said. I mean, he didn't say that. <laughs> or how old I get. Right, exactly. Yeah, but see, now you're just pushing him along. You're just egging him. <laughs> or how many laws I've broken. It's easier than pushing you. Oh, that's true. <laughs> so what else? Um, <clears throat> earlier this week, you were talking about uh, bands and artists that have made it into the uh, that have had hits in the forty or yeah. in all four yeah. uh, decades and yeah. such. Uh, you missed a couple with uh, with you too. You missed quite a few, actually. Really? There's uh yeah. There was a song called Invisible that came out in 2014 that was uh, number 36 on the top 40. Wow. A song that Invisible. was uh, for the Nelson Mandela movie called Ordinary Love that uh, received an uh, Oscar nomination for best original song. Yeah. And uh, I think wow. it's also important to note that they still have the uh, top grossing tour of all time, and that lasted into 2011. So so does that make five decades then? For, let's see, 80s, 90s? Are they even with Rolling Stones with five? 
2000s and the teens. No, that's still four decades. So, but wait a minute, right? Nick, Nick, Nick. Yeah, it's four. Where, where, still four. Where, okay. Where's the chart that you're looking at? Because the chart I, four, I, I'm right? looking Aerosmith. at has mm-hmm. Invisible only getting to 65, Ordinary Love 82, and it's officialcharts.com. So where, where are you going for, for the top four? Was it Billboard? Where did you see that billboard? they got to 36? Yeah, Billboard. billboard. Yeah. there. Yeah, go to Billboard. That's what that's see, what I always base that, it on. That, that was that was the mistake right there. We Thanks, trusted Nick. Keith. Yeah, don't yeah. do that. Don't don't do ever not. do that. Trust when will me. we learn that yeah, freaking lesson? <laughs> when will we learn? <laughs> Never. You know what I was thinking though. Yesterday we gave we might have given Rolling Stones too much credit because I think the chart we were looking at was the British chart, and that mm. doesn't count. I mean, the Brits got no taste in music. Well. Oh, you know what their number no. one's the first Don't number one song. Too bad. No, no, let me tell you the first number one song. Paul McCartney when he was a solo artist. Right. The first number one song he ever had in Great Britain. You know what it was? After his solo career and all oh, the wings no, stuff. No, and it didn't happen until 1978. I think it was. You've ever have you ever even heard the song Mull of Kintyre? I don't think so. Terrible song. Well, that I mean, was his first number one. I, some weekends I can't get that song out of my head. <laughs> you you, know, should, you should listen to it. The Merv of Kintyre. Mull. Mull of Kintyre. Yeah, of that's Kintyre. Of Kintyre. Yeah. You're gonna tweet that out later. Man, oh, I, I don't want to say it again because it'll get stuck in my head again. Right. Yeah. And uh, wow, yeah. was that a hit? Yeah, go ahead and hum a few. Yeah, just let's hum some. a just, few just bars. Just don't even sing it. No, because it'll get me started. It'll just it'll never go away. All right. I don't want to do that to you. I don't want to do that to you. The mole of <laughs> mole of Kintyre, <laughs> terrible, <laughs> terrible song. Nobody played it in this the country. Name it is was even number one, <laughs> and the first Paul McCartney number one in Great Britain. He was pissed that none of his other stuff oh, went to number I one bet. in Great Britain. None of his other I stuff. Bet. I mean, he had. I mean, think of a lot of hits. Yeah, Big band hits. on the run, yeah. live and let die. I mean, uh, maybe I'm amazed. All those great, yeah. great songs from McCartney that came after the Beatles. Uh, Daniel in Virginia, you're on the blaze. Hey, Pat. Hey. Hey, so I've been, like, spending the entire last two weeks hearing every radio show talk about David Hogg, like, for half the show. And I'm ready for a hog-free day. Me too. Like you did for Trump, mm-hmm. like, way back when. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really like that, and I, I could stand for that. I think maybe Monday will be that. Uh, we'll see if we can remember to do that. Appreciate it, da- oh. Daniel. That's a, that's a oh, good idea. I'm writing if, a note if right we, now. If we do uh, hog free, that's just David Hog, right? That means I can still have bacon and stuff. In the yeah, and we'll still have you on. Yeah, you'll st- <laughs> you beat me to it, Pat. Just- <laughs> I mean, why would... Why would you think of? I hate I hate that hurt look. I just why, why would it you? actually does you, move me. You forgot you had your little pink pig underneath the counter. You can't oh, yeah, tweet that. Did you hug oh, free Monday? That. Jeffy is exempt. Where is my pig? I don't know where oh, the little oh, hog went. Oh, oh, that pig cannot be missing, right? Wes in Oklahoma, you're on the blaze. Hi. Hello, Pat. Hey. And hi, Jeffy. Hello. How uh, are you, Wes? I'm doing fine, sir. It's good. Good to talk to y'all again. I, uh, we, being a uh, truck driver, I have to use a lot of public facilities, and nothing gets me like oh. you're in you're in the men's room, you're washing your hands, looking at the blow dryer because you do not have a paper towel option, and you see some guy come out of the stall, go right over, grab the door, and head out. Yep. And you're going, Ugh. and you're looking at a sign that so says employees awful. must wash their hand, and you're thinking, what's the use? Right. You're exactly <laughs> and, right. That is, I think there should be a law against it. So nasty. It is so nasty. Public restrooms, for, first of all, I uh, appreciate the call, Wes. I'm skeeved out just going in. 
and then when you get to the handle to leave, yeah. I never touch it with never. my actual yeah. hands. I love the, the door. Do you thing always have a paper towel? Take paper something? towels, yeah. open it with my shirt. Yeah, but you know I still do anything. Yeah. Some of these doors have a little handle on the foot area where you can open it up mm. with your foot. That's very helpful. That's pretty helpful. Or you just helpful. stand there and wait for the guy that's still in there. Wait for him to get done. Yeah. Then when he yeah. comes out, he opens so he the can door, shake your hand behind it. <laughs> the other thing Pat loves in the restroom is when you talk to him. I hate that. Oh man, I hate. Well, that. that's where guys, I got a bunch of hang guys ups, talk. You know, <laughs> I got a lot of hangups on bathroom etiquette. Guys talk in the bathroom. First of that's all, we do. when there's a bunch of stalls yeah. available, uh-huh. and there's there's two urinals there. And the guy always bellies up to you right next to you. Oh, and then, that's uh, inappropriate. Go somewhere else. Right. <laughs> go to the other terminal. What are you doing? Get away from me. Mm-hmm. There's plenty of room here. I ain't got to use the stall. I don't I'm like in here that. for the urinal. I don't, I don't like and that. that. I, I got I to gotta say, sadly, I agree with you. That's, yeah? that's etiquette. Yeah? That's etiquette. It's just, yeah, it's just man etiquette. Yeah, it's sure, it's, right? It's yeah. toxic manu- yeah, masculinity. Yeah, and yeah, that's, that's very basic stuff, too. Basic stuff. That's very what I think. Stuff. Right. You look yes. straight ahead, and you don't you look, engage you, me in conversation. You don't peek? Because yep. it's none of your business? Worst, the worst experience I can remember <laughs> having, though, as a kid is when uh, at the old Tiger Stadium, uh, my grandfather had, was... Uh, uh, the tubs, you know, the, the the long tubs. It wasn't separate urinals. Yeah, the tiger, like the, the troughs. Stadium, oh, the troughs. Yep. Yeah. The wee-wee troughs. Yeah. Atlanta Fulton County Stadium mm-hmm. for the Braves. Yep. Uh, Gross. I just... Mm-hmm. And you're all uncovered right yep. there in a long line. Good times. By the way, um, we, we do need to uh, we need to issue an all-points bulletin. Um, your pig is missing, by the way. I, uh, I, I, so. I have looked around I there. So. It has gone missing. Who has no, Pat's Chris, 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 pink Chris and pig. Doc know not to mess with that. I bet you it's over there. So it's got to be in that drawer. Well, then, then it's been messed with because it's not that, in its that, little that cage be, over here. That's got to be stopped. That, we have yes. to put a little, Nip yeah. that in the butt. That has to, that has to stop that's immediately. Wrong. That's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it used to be in the 70s and 80s, all the stadiums had, yeah, had that, that sort trough of set up. urinal trough. Just hate that. Oof. And then you know what else is really bad is the urine cake smell. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so, it's like, I don't know. Do you want to smell awful. urine or do you want to smell I don't know. this it's, chemical It's pretty emanating. close. It's pretty close. Ugh. The urine cake? Yeah, that's yeah, what they call smell. it. That's the cake they, they it. put yeah. in the urinal yeah. is a urine cake. Mm-hmm. It's not baked. Uh, it's completely it uncooked. Certainly doesn't taste bad. <laughs> now, after after nine eleven, the urinal cake was replaced with like Osama bin oh, yeah, Laden's yeah. face. If yeah. you'll recall, oh, yeah. many that? establishments. Yeah, that was funny. That was funny. <laughs> that was a good was time. Funny. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Good times. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, you don't get those back. Don't get them back. No way. You can do that today. They'll shut you down. Uh huh. Yeah. Triple Eight Bathroom Memories Thirty Three Ninety Three. Also, yesterday after the announcement. That the Pope said there was no hell, which they the Vatican denies. Right, we found that kind out too. Of. We did that. Kind well, of, right, right. We, we did uh, both of them uh, during chewing yesterday because we talked a little bit about the Pope. I was, yeah. my story was, and then Chris brought in the the Vatican saying, no, 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 no. All they said though was. The guy didn't quote him exactly right. Is that and, what it was? And the, and they said they uh, said what they actually believe. Right. What but the they, doctrine is. I don't but think they, they actually said he did not no, say they those did words. Not. Uh, but they sealed off part of St. Peter's Basilica after chunks of plaster rained down on worshipers. After he said that, <laughs> think about it. <laughs> think about it. <laughs> Scary. Kinda, yeah. yeah. Could have fallen yeah. any other time. What do you got to say now, Pope? <laughs> Amazing coincidence. Uh. 888-900-3393. More Pat Grandleash coming up.
Scott Gray. The Blaze Radio Network. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Pat Gray unleashed. Troy from from Dog Tag Furniture joins us. Troy, uh, it is a real pleasure to have you here in Dallas. Uh, thanks for coming in. Oh, the pleasure is all mine. And, and beyond that, first of all, thanks for your service and thanks for all you're doing for your fellow servicemen. I mean, the veterans are getting such a raw deal now that um, it's almost inconceivable. I, I don't I don't understand how the government the VA can turn their back on vets like they do. We don't get it either. We, that's why there's so many nonprofits out there because the, the VA wants to be the one-stop shop, but they're failing miserably so much. That's miserably. Why we, so why we have to do what we do. And I didn't know the statistic until we talked to you before the campaign began, but there are 72,000 VA orga- veterans organizations, yes, right? Sir. None of them do what you do, and that's nope. uh, help with the with the funeral of a vet who's committed suicide. Yes, sir. All vets who, who perish and do, don't. What, suicide or not? Suicide or not. If they can't afford wow. a funeral. Uh, we just, a couple of weeks ago, we buried a World War II vet who wow. had three silver stars, four purple hearts. He was put on R&R at Bastogne. Yeah. Well, we all know what happened at Bastogne. Yeah. He got another silver star. He was supposedly nominated for the Medal of Honor. He said he would never take it. He was just doing his job. He lost his leg. Unreal. Came to Minneapolis, worked in a factory all his life, uh, lost most of his money in the 08 crash, and he was in a uh, assisted living, and mm-hmm. he died, and they seize all your money when you're in the assisted living, and they said, come and get the body. I think uh, I misunderstood that you only do this for, for vets that have committed suicide, but it's all vets. Yes, sir. And that's You'll how it started, out. actually, was yeah. with the suicide with James okay. when he committed suicide. Wow. And James was one of your best friends? Yeah. He was one of my best friends. I mean, he was the person I'd call at one o'clock when I, my son was born. Yeah. And I said, you know, and he congratulated me. We always constantly called each other. We're best friends. And when his wife called me and said that he was, he'd killed himself, I naturally asked when the funeral was. And she said, uh, we're not going to have one because we can't afford it. And heartbreaking. I, I didn't believe it. I called the VA myself and I'm like, and then I even called my congressman's office and they said, yeah, it's only 300 up to $300 up to 300 yes, out of 126 funerals we've done. We've never seen two um, benefit payouts the same anywhere from $26 to $290. $26. Yes, sir. Why even bother? Seriously? Why? It's, it's, Why? Yeah. Even Insults. the $300. Insults. Right. Yeah. My, it, we, my mom died last year. It was a $15,000 deal. I mean, yep. 7000 I think, is pretty reasonable to, to uh, compared to what they can cost. Um, and, and to send somebody 26 bucks and say, hey, good luck with that. Uh, bury your loved one. That's inconceivable there to me. There was a Minnesota National Guardsman, active <clears throat> duty. Um, didn't have his life insurance policy for the whole year before he committed suicide. He only was he was only had it for eight months, so they won't pay out the SGLLI for that. Mm-hmm. The casualty office of the National Guard called me and says, "We can't pay for this funeral. Can you?" Wow. And wow. Yeah. This is uh, Troy Walker, founder of Dog Tag Furniture. Um, it's an interesting name that you decided on yeah. <laughs> because you really don't sell furniture. Well, we do. 
You do? Yeah. We have concealed flags. We have um, lamps. We have tables. Okay. Yeah, you can yeah. call that furniture. Well, it, it is part of our origin story, right? So seven years ago, eight years ago, when I made the biggest mistake of my life, I made my wife a dining room table. Yeah. And, and it was, honey, do this, honey, build me that. And then she realized you had that ability, and now you're stuck with it. Well, yeah, and then yeah. and then friends would contact me, and and and, it, <clears throat> and this was, Dog Take Furniture was originally started for me to go to Disney World, me and my family, side okay. business. Mm-hmm. And that's what it was. Seven years ago, I started as an LLC. Well, then two years after that is when James committed suicide, so we took the savings that we had from Dog Take Furniture, mm-hmm. and we paid the funeral. And then it kept wow. repeating itself. And that's when I started going out and saying, hey, there's got to be another vet organization out here. Because I, I just couldn't find any. Right. And uh, I actually ran into an investigative reporter, Pete Hagsett. And I, he investigated it and found out that I was the only one out there. Amazing. So he had me on Fox News and Jeez. he couldn't believe it. As a veteran, he was like, $300, that's all we get? Yeah, that's incredible. And you know, everybody, I had uh, a week ago, I was giving a speech at a veterans event. And there was a veteran service officer there who heckled me during the speech because my, she said my facts were wrong. And she works for the VA. Next day, she sent me an apology. Really? She said I couldn't believe that it was that low. And she wow. works for the VA. Wow. <laughs> how, many, how many of our veterans come back broken, Roy? 99.9. Seriously? One way or another. It's yeah. like almost everybody. Yeah. And it's how they deal with it is, yeah. is the ultimate. Yeah. Um, uh, have you seen the movie uh, Thanks for Your Service? Yes, I did. Is that accurate? Yes, it is. Unfortunately, yes. So there are waiting lists, literally, of hundreds of thousands of vets to get into um, mental health facilities that can help them with their with their uh, PTSD. Yes, sir. So what it, it it's a long process. Mm-hmm. First, you go to your veteran service officer in your county, and you have to fill out an application, and then they have mm-hmm. to you have to back it up <clears throat> with documentation. You have to do all this stuff, and it takes anywhere between one and eight months to verify it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now you're able to Between go one and eight, eight months, months just to get an appointment. Oh my gosh. And they, they determine whether or not you have a legitimate claim against the VA. If you don't have a legitimate claim, they always deny it the first time around. And then you have to go back and you have to get a counselor to verify you have PTSD. Even if you've been Even if on you the front a, lines in battle yep. and they know that, yes, sir. they still deny it the first time around. They always deny it the first time around. We often joke that, oh, I'm up for rejection next week. No wonder the rate is so high if these guys aren't getting the help they need. The best way a veteran, if they seriously need help, the best thing you can do is to show up at the emergency room at the VA center today and say, I need to talk to somebody now. And that's the only way you can be seen. And then will they find a place for you after that? Well, then they'll determine whether or not you're going to pay them back or not. Oh, my gosh. This is unbelievable. So tell us about your experience. You came back from duty uh, Iraq. Right? No. Or Afghanistan? No, I was in, you... I was in Texas. Korea. Oh, okay. I was okay. in Korea. I was in Bosnia. All right. Um, I was in that early. So you're just about as old as I am. Yeah. That's like ancient, Troy. I know. Wow. Um, so, but you you came back and you had a hard time. It was like with homelessness yeah, for I, eight months or so. Well, my thing in the Army, the reason I didn't make <clears> it to Iraq, I kept get, falling off cliffs in the Army. I had this thing. Okay. <laughs> we, my driver drove our tank off of a cliff one day. Your tank was driven yeah, off a cliff? 70 tons going down a 20-foot cliff. Oh, that can't be good. No, it, it kind of hurt. That probably hurt. It yeah, did. yeah. I got my legs crushed. See, I was going to join the military and make a career out of it because I I was kind of abandoned when I was a teenager. Uh-huh. My mom left. My dad went to jail. I, I was going to make a career out of it. Right. And then I kept getting hurt, and I got sent back, and they sent me to Minneapolis uh, as the closest home record. 
for mm-hmm. the surgeon that I needed for my legs when I got crushed. Yeah. And then they came in my room one day and said, here's your discharge. Have a good day. See you in a week. Jeez. And I had $82 in my wallet. Wow. Can, can I just jump in there? Um, you kind of brushed over your childhood story, uh, how yeah. you know your, your mom left, uh, your dad went to jail. Yeah, you had a uh, hard time then. Yeah. yeah. You worked, what was it, um, a full-time job, two part-time jobs while you were in high school and became an Eagle Scout? I yes, mean, sir. That is unbelievable. Don't tell me I can't do anything. Seriously. <laughs> That's for sure. Uh, one of our biggest swear words in our house is can't. I like yeah, it. that's great. I said, you know, I was already in scouts. I was um, life scout when this all happened. Yeah. And I was so close to my eagle that I couldn't pass it up. And I worked at Red Lobster as a cook full time. And I went to high school and. Wow. I went around and I, I, I had my own apartment at 16. Really? Yes, sir. Nice. It's amazing. So you were working like three jobs. Yeah, I would alternate. School, that's, that's how I learned. Living on your own and became an eagle scout. Yes, sir. <laughs> wow, because that, that all of that is a recipe for disaster, right? It is, and it's and it's it's how you define your situation, right? I could yeah. have gone off the deep end and, oh, and blamed it, but I was like, you know, my goal was to join the army. Uh, that's all you. I wanted to do. Yeah. And in order to join the army, I needed a high school diploma. I wanted to get my Eagle Scout so I could get an extra rank. Yeah. Become a E two private instead of a E one. Wow, you know, it's a couple hundred dollars. <laughs> and that's my great. whole life was based on. <laughs> joining the military. And that's why I was so disappointed that I couldn't continue on. So have you gotten to the point now where you're actually counseling some of these, uh, some of these guys who come back? A lot of them. Yes, sir. Are messed up. We, I work with two great nonprofits in my area, Invisible Wounds and 20, Operation 23 to Zero, um, because 22 a day plus the one active duty. So they do 23. Mm -hmm. And, and I often joke, they're trying to put me out of business. Which would be nice. That would be great. Wouldn't it? Every time I see him, put me out of business, man. Yeah, that'd be nice. And we go around, um, we'll either come to your house, give you a hug, or we'll take you to the emergency room. One of the two things are going to happen. And I get people calling Mm. me all the time. I'm a certified counselor. Uh, My battle buddies used to call me up. We do Bible studies together on Wednesday nights. Uh, We just, a lot of veterans just want to talk. I had this one guy come to me and says, you know, I just don't know how to talk. I I just got out of the Marines. And I look around and everything's politically correct. And he goes, we're not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he goes, I'm afraid to even swear. And, and I said, you know, so he sat down for three hours and he just vented to me. And he felt so much better. I bet, yeah. I mean, if you keep all that locked up, it's not going to be good for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and sharing it, I think, is probably the first step toward it healing. It doesn't, it, that's not going to heal everything right away, but it's certainly a good step to take. It is to go, you know, uh, and, I, and <laughs> I really want the veterans to go out and grab their battle buddy. Take them out drinking, take them to church, whatever you need to do. Mm-hmm. Just go to your one of your battle Take them drinking at church. Yeah. Whatever. There you go. Yeah. Just <laughs> That's how get Lutherans in. do it. Yeah. I'm a, yeah, I'm a Lutheran. <laughs> uh, but do it. I mean, get out and just talk to them and tell war stories, you know. Just, yeah. just sit there and, hey, remember that time we were on the tank? And remember that time we, we fell off a cliff? Yeah. Yeah. Who's been helpful as far as uh, corporate America? Anybody? Actually, two really big companies. Um, Old Soldier Distillery in Washington, they're running a special whiskey brand, and they're going to give us 20% of the profits. Really? Yes, sir. Nice. Um, yeah, and they make some really good whiskey. 18... What's, what's their name again? Old Soldier Distillery. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then my <clears> other <throat> one, my big spon- another sponsor who's going to give us 10% of his profits is uh, Jim's Jarhead Jerky. Huh. And it's the best jerky. Oh, my God. And really? he would send, that's how he got known, was he would send, his son was in the Marines, and he would send him the jerky overseas. And he still does that. He sends over free jerky. And uh, and then you just turn it into a business. It's and, fantastic. And he said, "Yeah, if I'll give you ten percent of my profits." 
Of what, my sales. Has Home Depot's helped to a certain extent too, right? They're my biggest sponsor. Okay. Um, what last on September 23rd, I was on Fox and Friends, mm-hmm. and I was making five flags a week, and I got 2,200 orders in six hours. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And I was a little freaking out. Yeah. Put you behind the eight ball a little bit. Yeah. And I was doing this for my driveway. Yeah. <laughs> so I went to Home Depot and I said, help. And they stepped up and they, they even drove a truck down to Indiana to get me lumber because they were out. Oh, my gosh. In the region because I was buying all the one by twos in the region. Yeah. I, had, I needed to buy 22,000 one by twos. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. So Home Depot. So they really stepped up. And not only that, but then they said, you you got to make all these flags. And I go, yeah, I have 14 weeks to do it. And he goes, well, we're going to pay our employees for a day to come to your shop. We'll, we'll rent a warehouse, and we'll set everything up, and we'll have everyone assemble for a day. And we did 1,000 flags in two hours. Wow. So wow. was that just the local Home Depot, or was that a corporate decision? It How was did a that local work? Home Depot. I, the... I went to him, and I, awesome. and I showed him my flag, and I said, you know, can I have a 20% discount? And he says, no, we're going to give you a bigger discount on your lumber. And... We're going to give you a $10,000 check. And then they took me Fantastic. through the aisles of Home Depot, and I got to buy my first mm. brand-new tool equipment because yeah. I usually go to yeah, garage sales. and That is great. Man. That is great. We're, we're going to tweet this out. Um, th- so it's dogtagfurniture.com. Yes. That is your group, and you're <clears throat> getting big help from Old Soldier Distillery, uh, Jim's Jarhead Jerky, and Home Depot. Yes. God bless them all. Yep. Yeah, no kidding. Because it's heartbreaking, and it's despicable, and it's embarrassing <laughs> We should be ashamed of the VA turning their backs on these guys, making it so that they can't get the help they desperately need. And then people look at the statistic of 22 a day and think, how is that happening? Well, it's happening because they're not getting any help. Right. I mean, they come back broken. We sent them over there to do a job. They did it. They did it willfully. They volunteered for the job. And then they come back and we're like, yeah, thanks. See ya. Good luck. Yep. Good luck dealing with it all. And when you die, here's $300. Yeah. Oh. Just, it's sickening. It is. And, it's and sickening. It's not so much about the funeral, but when we all joined in, they said, we're going to pay for your funeral. They tell every recruit, your funeral will be paid for if you have an honorable discharge. They pay for it. They don't pay it all. Right. It's the word usage that they... That's... So I remember in basic training, drill friends saying, hey, come on, boys, we got to earn your funeral today. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> uh, so all the proceeds go to uh, paying for these funerals. Yes, no, no salary is taken out by you. No, sir. You're getting really nothing out of this. No, I'm not. Me and my wife and my mother-in-law, who's answering the phones right now. Yeah. Her name's Jill. And then I have three workers in my shop, uh, Crystal, Damon, Ryan Timmerman, and Mike Smith. And look at these. These flags are beautiful. Oh, thank you. And the that's flags Lance. are, what are they, 125 Something yes, like that? Yes, they start off at 125 and each logo is $25. Okay. Uh, this is Lance Chase. He was killed in Iraq on J- oh, January twenty third, 2006. He was my gunner when I was in Korea. And the story behind it, he, he was so excited, he got his, he became a tank commander in 05, at mm. the, the fall of 05. He was so excited, he was going to do his duty. He was an Oklahoma boy. He went over to Iraq, a roadside bomb hit their tank. He got ejected. He went back into the flames to try to pull out his rest of the guys, and he died in the process. Oh, jeez. So he has a bronze star and a purple heart. And, and I wow. knew him, and I served with him, and I, that's why I made that flag to, to honor him. And these are the people that you're helping out with and yes, their sir. families. And I send each family that has a KIA, I give them a free flag. I just ask for a donation, hmm. and I'll put their name, their rank, and um, their unit ID. And that's our old glory um, with our dog tag logo. Okay. This is unbelievable work. Well, thank you. Uh, it's, it's fantastic, and you're an incredible person for doing this. I'm just a vessel. My donors, you. you guys, you're the hands. Thank honestly. you. Honestly.
Appreciate everything you're doing. Thanks, Troy. I'm just trying to get my brothers home. Yep. Appreciate that. Uh, Troy Walker, founder of Dog Tag Furniture. Go there and help out for yes, our please. veterans. And all of this information is on Twitter, at Pat Unleashed, if you'd like to get those links. Okay. Tell you about another uh, really good cause, CosmoHurtsKids.com. Their mission is to keep Cosmopolitan Magazine out of the hands of kids under 18. They're not trying to censor the magazine. They're not trying to put them out of business. All they want is for material harmful to minor laws to be applied in each state to Cosmo Magazine. And that way, if you're under 18, you can't buy it. Uh, Simple as that. So it keeps porn out of their hands. And they're not able to read at 12 years old 31 mind-blowing lesbian sex positions. Now, if you want your 13-year-old to learn that, and maybe you pick up the magazine for them. <laughs> but if you, like me, think that's really awful, and it is porn, and it should be regulated just like other porn, uh, go to CosmoHurtsKids.com. That's CosmoHurtsKids.com. Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. and also at Pat Unleashed hashtag uh, it's a little Alex Jones's hashtag hashtag put that in your pipe Uh, from Jeremy Barnes I'll be the dissenting vote I'm not a fan of Bluebell whoa whoa is this guy out on the streets of America with this this insanity spam bot account here he says it makes it melts too quickly and tastes watered down I prefer blue bunny whoa don't just okay I'm sorry maybe not set the thermostat in your house to 90 (laughs) maybe that'll fix it Uh, well that's why they don't have a 100 share in every state they're in right because somebody's going to disagree uh, DM times DM. Jeffy is the opposite of a germaphobe. The germs are afraid of him. <laughs> From Steve, Jeff, Jesse, Jeff, Jeffy was hungry, and he ate the whole pig. They are a little pink pig. That's very possible. Wouldn't be the last time. And from uh, Tyler Hutchins, please play the Alex Jones crying clip every day. <laughs> the globalists need to hear it. Makes my day. Wait, wait, wait. The who needs to hear it? The, gl- the globalists. Thank you. The globalists. Uh, well, we've already gotten our daily supply of it. But you know what else I love from, from the Alex Jones menagerie is this particular clip where he had the guest in talking about Mars slaves. I mean, it is so unbelievable that this isn't some kind of com- comedy routine. <laughs> I can't. I mean, it's amazing. This may strike your listeners as way out, but we no. actually believe that there is a colony on Mars <laughs> that is populated by children who were kidnapped. And sent into space on a 20-year ride. Sure. Okay, just think about that part of it. Okay? What? There's a colony on Mars. Yeah. And it's populated by children. Yes. Who were sent to Mars. Yes. On a 20-year trip. So what's the hole in your theory? It's so they're not children anymore if oh. it took them 20 years to get to Mars. I see. So that's I see. my first problem with this. Okay, I see. The other problem is... It only takes six months to get to Mars. Where did the other 19.5 years come in? Well, they're in the right lane. 
they're in the right lane the to slow, Mars, the slow lane. Yeah, they're all right. So that's it takes right. that's a lower speed limit. Okay. Uh, so that once they get to Mars, they have no alternative but to be slaves on the Mars colony. Okay, well, wait a minute. So just because it takes 20 years, they, they lost yeah. every other option for job opportunities in Mars? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why are they going clear to Mars for the sex slave industry? And there's plenty of that going on here on this planet. It's strange. But... Good question. I ever, now I don't have an answer. I had yeah. plenty of answers before that. But they continue. Oh, there's all kinds of. Well, I, look, I know 90 percent of the of the of the NASA missions no, no, are secret, and I'm told by high level NASA engineers that, that you have no idea. There's so much stuff going on, but then it goes no, off into all that. I mean, you know, that's the kind of thing the media jumps on. But I know this: we see a bunch of mechanical wreckage on Mars, and people say, "Oh, look, it looks like you know mechanics." They go, "Oh, you're conspiracy theorists." Clearly, they don't want us looking into what's happening. Every time probes go over, they turn them off. I just clearly there's a bunch of wreckage on Mars, and every time probes go over, they turn them off. Yeah, enough said. I mean, a lot of ships are missions or probes have crashed trying to get to Mars, but I don't think that's because they're trying to cover anything up. I think it's because it's hard to send something 80 million miles away and get there safely. Spoken like a true globalist, Pat. Right, well, I mean, I'm a globalist because uh, I do believe there is a globe and it's spherical in nature. So I guess that... (laughs) That uh, you could you could say that about me. So you're so I just want to make this clear because mm-hmm. the show in the week it's all about the wrap up. Let's go on record. Mm-hmm. You're saying that there is no no sex, sex slave, slave trade, trade on Mars on Mars. Yeah, peopled by children. Because first of all, you can't be a child if you're over 20 years old. And if the journey takes 20 years, why? Right there, you got you got an adult. So at that point, you're making a decision that you want to participate in the slave trade. <laughs> I just, I mean, that is so outrageous. How do you even have somebody like that on your show? Unless you're just doing it to to poke fun at him, and clearly he's not. No. Uh, I do know this. Oh, is that, why, why are we doing this interview in a motorboat? I don't understand why. Do you not have a studio? I just went into idle mode. This is the kind of interview, something as hard-hitting as this, you know, the sex slave on Mars. You might want to do it in the soundproof studio. Yeah. I would I would think. You would think. But I don't know. You would definitely think. Uh, but yeah, uh, I'm not sure there is anything more fun than an Alex Jones clip. Seriously. I think you're absolutely right. You could just randomly almost like shake him up like an eight ball. Yeah. And like whichever random sound clip comes up, it's awesome. It's Here gold. comes a random one. Okay. Let's see what it brings. I can now officially say Shay. it's about a 90% chance mm-hmm. that the Florida event at Uh-oh. the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School that's killed 17 people and injured over 20. Right. Is a deep state false flag operation. All right. Well, I want to thank you for bringing that home. Full circle now, David Hogg's in my mind. Thank you so much there, You're welcome. Appreciate it. And you're welcome. All right. Hey, have a great weekend. Happy Easter. Mm -hmm. Happy Good Friday. Uh, We'll be back back, uh, Monday on most of this same, you know, channel thing. 888-933-93. Keep Write that number down and use it to call us then. Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network.